Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Drag me, Monique. Drag me, Drag me. Monique. <laughs> That's the energy that we have today. You guys, welcome back. It's your host, Brandon. Of course, there's no one, there's never going to be anybody else other than the one and the only Zell Brooks from Who Asked Me podcast on these, on these recap days, honey, boo boo. <laughs> As Jasmine would say, the black excellence. I see you, black man. See you, black man. <laughs> Please don't start. Please no one else is appropriate start. enough to cover this with me. There's not a single other soul <laughs> in the world. So I'm so grateful that you'll hear again. I'm grateful that you keep having me back again. Honey, well, I, no offense to anyone else, but I don't ask nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm locked in with you. Listen, listen, I'm a collaboration queen. I'm here to, for a collaboration, but like new collaboration. Like we mm -hmm. have this thing going. I don't want anybody else to co-op. Sorry. <laughs> to the girls, but you guys love it because y'all be listening to these. <laughs> yes. So we're going to start with Real Housewives of Atlanta, and if we feel need mention of Summer House Martha's Vineyard, we will throw her in the back. Um, but I mean, this episode of how this episode of Flop It Like Drew, really? Well, listen, I'm I might be stepping into my Drew Sedora era. I think I I'm might be stepping it. into my Drew Sedora era. So as a Drew Sedora um, apologist myself <laughs> in the past, mm -hmm. this season is when I'm like, oh, this is why people be cussing you out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. We'll get there. I could see the inner working. So we start out at Sheree. So Sheree is going to host a little brunch. And honestly, this is why Sheree is like goes through the things she goes through. Sheree hires a chef and like, like buckets and buckets of food for these three, like little ladies who are going to eat a little bit of it. Marlo's mm -hmm. like, Oh, not really mom. She's like, I got to get all this. And it's like, okay, I can imagine that her wine cellar has like 700 bottles of Dom Perignon but she has no eggs in the fridge. <laughs> like that's Sheree. That's the vibe. Oh, no, that's, that is crazy accurate. <laughs> I was that's like, crazy accurate. You got all of this food? I thought all the girls were going to come. No, nope. So did I. So did I when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, when I saw it, I was like, uh, okay. Even the food that Drew and Ralph had later on when they had Courtney and her baby daddy over, I was like, that's a lot. I, I love, I'm a leftover queen though. I'm a leftover queen as well. Drew and um, I guess Sheree does have kids. You never know. She might have people in the house a lot. But also I'm just grown. wondering is that a part of their contracts now where it's like, if we go out to eat, we don't pay. Or like you reimburse me. If I host a thing, I get reimbursed a certain amount. Could be. I don't know. I'm making that up in my brain because you know Sheree is cheap. She couldn't even pay Drew back $1,000 for a, a whole party. But you're going to give these girls this fabulous stuff. And that, I mean, I don't think that catering was a thousand dollars. I, I did catering. I did a private chef, yeah. private in-home chef in Tulum for like 13 people. And That's also it Mexico. Wasn't. $18, 18 pesos That's for true. $1, honey. <laughs> That's true. I just think when, when someone, when I, so I read Not All Diamonds and Rosé, the book, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were talking about the little things that you don't really understand. Like, oh, well, the trips and the this and the that and the production does mm -hmm. pay for the dinners and whatever. I'm just thinking, okay, 
is Sheree really flexing her production budget? Yeah. Over at this breakfast so that she can gossip with these ladies. And okay, if I were, because who was over there? It was Drew and Marlo, Marlo right? It was Marlo and Sanya. Sanya, Sanya. Okay, because that's what I, I was in there looking and I was like, I quite literally would have been looking at Sheree like, don't you owe me some money? But yeah, it was Drew, Sanya, or Sheree owes Drew money for right. whose birthday? It doesn't even matter, honey. It could be for it doesn't, not yeah, sending yeah. in her postage stamps at the right time. Right. If I did not tell you I got it, because I'm good for that. Me and my man, if, if you've been over to the to uh, Hillcrest, <laughs> to Hemlock Crest. I want to come over so bad. Baby. I, wa I want to stay for a weekend, darling. I'm I told Babe, I was like, I think I'm thinking about hosting a influencer retreat. Like a Jasmine style black excellence influencer retreat. And he no, was but like, really. of course, because he's my, you, you will love him. He was like, I think that sounds great. <laughs> I think that sounds marvelous, darling. I think that's awesome. And I was like, yes, we could get some podcasts. Because as soon as he is like, wait, you might, what you do? Y'all you, talking to people? Y'all doing stuff? You got little friends over there on the internet? Okay, you're doing something. Unlike Sheree. Um, so it's Marlo and Sonia. So Sonia, I'm like, Sonia, girl. You already got into this mess with Candy last episode, which we can only assume maybe it was like a week or two, three weeks beforehand. Yeah, like you just got like out that. of this mess. Mm -hmm. And now you right back up Sheree's ass over at the, at, I know it's, it's at your house, but you have to go over to Sheree's house. I know she got a lot of extra space. You know, it's just, it was, it's just really weird. And it's like, yeah, no, Marlo girl. <laughs> Those three, it's not a good trio. It's literally, it's like. <laughs> no, not at all. It's because there's, we can't move past anything. Sheree and Marlo are both right. trying to push their narrative about candy. Right. And that's just what they want pushed. Sonia is a pushover. Right. So they're bulldozing over her ass. And it's just. It's sad. Like, girl, stand up. Okay. Girl, stand. Or at least run up. We know you'd like to run. Run up. Like, like do, do something. something. You know who's always going to do something? Child, they start talking about BravoCon and Mama Joyce. You know, Mama Joyce is something. tired of the bullshit. Now she looked a little tipsy in those flashbacks. Now a I little? wasn't at BravoCon last year, but I have heard, and honestly, I was. Jessica and I were meant to be at BravoCon last year. We got like some tickets. My girlfriend, she tried her best. One of my girlfriends, I'm not going to give out all her tea, but she works for one of the, actually not even one of the the company. Um, I don't even want to say the name because y'all can find it out because you'll probably be able to figure out who she is. Anyway, they built like the summer house display and they built the, mm. they built all these displays and whatever on display. Yeah. And um, so she got like a bunch of comp tickets, but she didn't get them in hand until the morning of. I live in Woodstock, y'all. So, I mean, I guess in hindsight, me being the bitch that I am, I should have got like a, a room in the city or whatever, or like whatever. But I was like, okay, she'll just give me the tickets so maybe they'll be digital. Child, by that time, I was like, I'm over it. Like, I'm not driving. I'm not that desperate. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and it I mean, it, oh, yeah. And I mean, Bravo gets you lit in general. Like, the fact that Watch What Happens Live, everybody says on Watch What Happens, like, Watch What Happens Live gets you lit. 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 Everybody that's ever been there or like been <laughs> on the show, they're like, no, like, it's an unlimited. Unlimited and Mama Joyce looked like she had been to the um the VIP open bar back behind the purple velvet rope. 
because <laughs> she was a major topic of discussion here. And, you know, listen, I literally hate agreeing with Marlo about legitimately anything except for, like, getting money and, like, being a boss bitch, which she doesn't really even do that. But um, I like when she's talking that shit. But when she talks about how Mama Joyce needs to leave Todd alone and, like, stay out and, like, Candy needs to draw a line, like, honestly... Yes. <laughs> but okay, let me let me say this. For Marlo to sit there and be like Candy doesn't need to be worried about me. She needs to be worried about her mama. Candy's not worried about you. Yeah, that's Those little Michael. skits, those little skits they need to drop that. Like that's not Candy being worried about you. That is her making us laugh. That is her getting right. on her Zoom, giving us You made content. a point about this. You've made it several times about how when Sheree isn't on Bravo, she ain't working. We, we she never doesn't have a job. Before. She doesn't do yeah, anything. No. So I think for them, when they see Candy doing the skits and the things that are related to Bravo, they don't really realize like that's like the tip of the iceberg, which like I'm so glad that they Candy um, like later on, we're going to see like Candy's in her office and she's talking about all the stuff she mm -hmm. has to do. And I'm like, Sheree, you can't even mail a sweatshirt. <laughs> you can't even you can't even pay your assistants to steam a sweatshirt shut up literally and it's it's like charade <laughs> it's funny i cannot even the little bit that i have started to dabble mm. in looking at merch it's not that it's much for me, dog. to add a steam it's not that much to add a steam stop it. yeah i wish i could see i might have to start we might have to charge you guys to see <laughs> because, because i need her to be so fucking real right now when she when she said it last week was like does that cost extra like you just also like you know the beef of fucking real i'm i'm ready for this i voted i don't know if you guys voted on who asked me podcast on the stories about possible merch oh my god <laughs> the phone case was a no for me dog but I love Oh my God. I, I thought that was such a good idea. My husband was like, I don't know, babe. I don't think that five people voted for it. Five yeah. out of the uh, many, <laughs> many. <laughs> he knows there's something about the phone case. Like I, I think that the phone case thing is tugging on our little millennial heartstrings from like early 2000s. It is. It is. People really don't give a damn like ringtones. Like you used to also ring backs. When you call my mom somebody, just let go. Song my mom just let go of her ring back tone. Maybe, let me tell you, my mom had pretty wings. Shout out to mom, Tiffany. I'm gonna call you after this. She thinks I'm in my feelings with her. She's been texting. <laughs> I called you yesterday. I know, baby. I'm gonna call you back. I got stuff to do. Pretty <laughs> wings by Maxville. <laughs> what was? I can't remember what my mom's was. Some some old school, but I was like, she finally let it expire. And I was like, I literally bought her and I was Lord. like, you have to get an iPhone so that we can get rid of this ring back. And she was like, oh no, they're going to let me keep it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they so said, oh no, she said, no, it transfers. Yeah. And also let's shout out to, first of all, Zell and I are both going to shout out to our mamas for not doing no mama Joyce Bullshit. Oh God. I would be, I would be so embarrassed. And like, here's the thing. I love, I love candy and I really do feel badly for the way that Mama Joyce has acted mm -hmm. on the entirety of the show about a lot of things. So most things. of them, most of them involving Todd, but just almost everything. Which all swirls back to her, you guys. It always it mm -hmm. all boils down to is Mama Joyce going to still be able to keep her allowance? Exactly. Okay, that's why she don't like. And the thing is, she she is Candy has never cut right. her, her cut her off, as she famously told us. That's my mom. Right. Well, 
thing even. And honestly, I more. feel the same way. <laughs> like but... my mom also just isn't annoying me and talking shit to my man and talking shit about my man. About my man. The public. To the public. Yeah, it's too to much. To a room for an audience, an yeah, actual audience. And it's also offensive too. Like I just clocked in. I was like, okay, so you're at BravoCon with a bunch of producers, a bunch of mm-hmm. filmmakers, a bunch of boob mic holding electricians and lighting designers. And you saying that Todd, who was their kin, mm-hmm. who was their countryman, their journeyman. And you're saying, well, I would at least like it to be with someone who had a decent job. Thank you. I literally said Excuse that on my me? TikTok. I said, this is a thing. It's such an old, tired dig, and it's not true. Todd had a job being a producer. He was making more money than Mama Joyce probably ever made when she was out there working. Thank you. I don't know if Todd was an EP, but he was a producer. A producer is a good paying job. He was a producer on multiple shows. Todd didn't have no problems with money. And it's also about like consistency. If you're in the creative space and you're the talent, like Zell and I are the talent. (laughs) (laughs) You understand that the people who are going to be at work, who are going to be on set, are the producers. Exactly. Are the designers are the, they're, they're going to keep a job because if the show gets canceled, they can go on to another one. Okay. Hello? So that whole thing is tired and played out and tired and through. And I'm glad that the girls are kind of on one accord about like, okay, this is over. This is lame. Like, someone needs to check Mama Joyce. <laughs> but the way, remember when she tried to fight, uh, who was that? Yes, Carmen yeah. in the Carmen. dress shop? And I could never say, Carmen is I, no, I could never me. say anything that Mama Joyce says without saying it like Mama Joyce. Carmen. Carmen is better than me because I would need I would need some time from Candy after that because I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna disrespect anybody's mom. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. I told somebody once, you are way too old to still be learning these motherfucking lessons. And if I have to be the one to teach you, bitch, I will. I've never had to do this with anybody because no one's mother that I know has been a horrible motherfucking disrespectful ass and dirty lowdown. <laughs> oh my God. You did not miss it, but you said I am. I am. <laughs> if you're, let me, this is PSA. If your mama comes to me with the smoke and this goes for children too, Gia, child, Marge Sr., all of y'all, if you come to me with mess, I'm of age, I'm an adult, I'm going to lay you flat. I'm going to saute your motherfucking ass on a skillet. Let it be known, Mama Joyce, you would not get, you would not catch that smoke with me. Y'all can call me disrespectful. No, you're disrespectful. Just because you're Period. old don't mean you get to disrespect everybody. You should be a sweet old lady. That is true. With your that point and your privilege. You're not new to money. Candy has had you in luxury for decades. That's you true. You're at the country club drinking lemonade, spiked lemonade. You should not be coming after. No, you shouldn't even care. That is true. I see. I have to. I have to figure out where I toe the line. Really, I really do yeah. because Mama Joyce. I think Mama Joyce and Candy are different than Teresa and Gia, right? Absolutely. Because we what we met Gia as a child, and like we kind of a lot of people keep her in that bubble, and she oh, is fair. Teresa's child. You know what I mean? And Teresa is going to act accordingly if. Like she's still a little girl if right. you pop well, back at her, her even her baby, though she's guess, popping at you. With Mama Joyce and Candy, it's like those are two adults. And a lot of times when Mama Joyce has, sometimes Mama Joyce has caught astray. You know what I mean? Like, yes. listen with that tired ass Mama Joyce wig and Candy. Just, <laughs> I'm never going to forget. That wig is talking about she that. had that mouthful of food. She said... <laughs> But guess what? Mama Joyce got a new wig. Indeed. New wig, new lace, 22 inches. Yes. 
ended. Listen, but for real, for real, it really does hurt me for Candy that her mom is like dead set on embarrassing her. It may be because I've seen those own, uh, those dynamics like one-on-one in my family with some other people uh, because my mama would never do that to me. But I know how much it can hurt because the person like Candy, but like Candy just stand up okay i just think it's hard you know in the black community especially when you when you go from a rags to riches story the obligation because i had this listen i have i've dealt with this exact thing not with my mother mm-hmm. but you know we have multiple parents we have, mm-hmm. we have, you know we have more than one and you know i'm gonna be like angela white like china on carisha please this week i'm not gonna talk shit but i know what it's like to understand like listen bruh there's only so much of this chaotic energy that I'm going to be able to, to exist in. And like, at the end of the day, now with Candy and Todd, they have children. Mm-hmm. Kayla you, called Todd about right. it. And my thing is like, Candy, also Candy, you have to stop with these blind spots and being like, well, Kayla's the one who told him, girl, girl, no, you need to have your man's back. And like, listen, here's the thing. I, I say this multiple occasions on this podcast, two things I don't play about my money and my man. So you can ask yeah. the people out here in the streets who I don't fuck with anymore. But when it became very clear to me and my soul and my heart that I was going to, this is the man I was going to marry. And we were, hadn't even been engaged. We, I, we, we got engaged like three years after I had this decision. It's when mm-hmm. I started realizing, though, you're a bum ass bitch. You got to go now. I'm not going to turn you back and forth and do the yeah. like, oh my God, help me. No, it's like, no, you can be on pause. Will I let you back in if you come back correct? Absolutely. I have friends that like, with, I cut a friend off because of not because it wasn't solely because of an ex, mm. but that was the tip of the iceberg for me because I had finally brought him around and trust me, he wasn't shit like, okay, but I finally brought him around and she just, my point with her is you always got something to say for somebody who don't bring nobody around. You're like, right. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep Giselle, it a bucky buck. And not you, Giselle, Giselle Potomac, Giselle. Yeah. You always got something to say. And when so one of our friends was like, yeah, she was like. I don't know about him. Mm, what do y'all think? Blah, blah, blah. And I still fear. She does not understand what mm-hmm. I was saying when I was like, you're done. Yeah. We're fucking done. Okay. Because what you're not about to do is sit here and be like, after I bring somebody around be like, yeah, I don't know about him. What do y'all think? Da, da, da. That's not friend behavior. And she talks shit about everybody and ain't got no business of her own. But those like, girls are the ones, you know what I mean? Like I remember when I first met my, it's so funny because I had that experience with a girl that I went to college with and like moved to New York. Like we were friends forever. I mean, I had to literally go down through my, like my, my, my deep depths of my soul to really be like, no, I really have to get rid of this relationship mm-hmm. because it's always the mirroring, right? It's like what this person expects from the world versus what they're going to give to the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when somebody keeps all of their shit close to the chest, but they want to know all your business, Hello. And they want to talk about all your business to everybody except you. Because here's my mm-hmm. team. You come to me with that and we're having a, a girl's moment and you're like, girl, this man is trash, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. You said your piece. I'll take it on consideration. And either I'm going to stay with him because the dick is long or I had to, a lesson that I have to learn. Right. It's one exactly. or the two. But please mm-hmm. don't underestimate me and think that I'm a stupid ass bitch. And I think right. that's the thing. They're like, oh, well, Candy, like, She's in a dangerous situation. And it's like, out of all of y'all with y'all's boyfriends, not even y'all's husbands, y'all are boyfriends, y'all are friends, as we say in the South. 
Mm-hmm. And all of the shit, the Matt throwing shit through the garage windows and the Ralph gaslighting Pittman of it all. Y'all want to think about Todd and focus on Todd because Todd and Kenny have a threesome and they don't lie about it. And first of all, please hush. <laughs> hush it up. Got everything that Todd and Candy have going on, like that really very much could stay in their home. It really could. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to Ralph, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Let me let me find out who yelled. Ralph, gaslight me. You part of the problem. You, you are part. You part of the problem. And I fear that people don't understand that because that's not cute. It's not funny. Or is it or is it this what y'all doing with the Sandoval shit, which is what y'all think y'all doing is y'all going to his shows and buying Ariana stuff. You're going to his show and putting money in his pocket, you damn fool. Screaming out started. at Ralph at BravoCon. Oh my god, Ralph, gaslight me. Bitch, you're giving those girls who write letters into the fucking serial killers asking them <laughs> to come fuck them out of jail and shit. Uh, life after lockup and motherfucking shit like that, which I'm not even going to talk about because I don't watch that and I don't want them coming around me. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> I will talk shit about a bunch of people that I know I can hate. If you come at me in the street, we can windmill. I don't want no sort of none of y'all. <laughs> y'all can just what is this Eddie? i don't know what this is i don't have a podcast oh me. my god but that's oh what y'all sound god. like you're giving this like you know I, I don't get it like the and like it's just like leave the leave ralph out of it i'm so glad and again boot. ralph is is ralph good looking of course i'm not gonna yes. lie and say that he's Fine. not you cannot be i'm sorry you cannot be fine as hell and tap dance on my intelligence you just right. can't and it's gonna it make you ugly attractive. to me. It exactly. It it's gonna make you, you ugly to me. And corny. Ralph is short. It ain't even like I'm sorry. Ralph is short. Wait, this is so funny because my fiance and I are talking. We were like last night we were watching Martha's Vineyard and we were like, "Damn, Amir, damn, like five seven. Five, He's my height seven. Don, but I was thinking, I, cannot, I was, I cannot, I cannot. I was wondering because Preston had put something up last week and he was like, y'all know how I feel about tall men coming in and trying to assert dominance. And I, he was like, but my short King Amir has covered. And I, ever since he said that, I was like, no, he's short, king. short King. And when I saw that five, seven, I said, oh. oh, but clearly listen, the confidence is key. I just, I'm a tall person, like I'm 5'11", and I'm a like a non-conforming person who nine times out of 10, I have at least three extra inches in the shoe. Yeah. I w- it would be like taking my kid, picking my kid up from lacrosse practice. It's like, I just don't want to give that. You know, Listen, what is this? I, any, any, whatever works for everybody, Um, you know, so smart, I, so my husband is probably the shortest guy I would ever date. He's still taller than me. I think he's probably like 5'11". That, for um, me, that's it. For me, that's it. I have to but, be. I like, like big I boys. Was, I was watching Selling Sunset and watching <laughs> Jason with them women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's the new I girl? Mary Lou, Mary Lou. I'm sorry. Girl, I see you. High five. Five stars, girl. Get that coin. Stack that he paper. very rich. No, very, very rich. rich. But... And very much a fuckboy. That's what they want. And here's the thing. I can respect a woman who's like, oh, this dude is not going to want anything out of me for at least 10 years. If I was 24, I'd be running around with him too. Okay. Honey. Honey. Uh, the year, uh, I met my I Mykonos. My, I, met my I was like 25. <clears throat> I met Will when I was 25. The two years before that, y'all, y'all can assume though. Y'all, y'all know, y'all can see I'm a city girl. 
being in Mykonos, being in LA, putting a mic pack on, Honey. sauntering down the street. Residuals. <laughs> I'm going. These residual payments. And I I'm like going. her because he's like, why didn't you take the, bring the Bentley? She's like, I, I took an Uber. Like, relax. <laughs> I don't need to do that. Like, I, I'm so glad you asked me why I left the Bentley at home, though. Thanks for the flex. Yeah, thanks for the flex, boo-boo. Okay. But, listen, but I took your okay, Uber let's go back, back to the your other account. Fuck boy. Because these, these men all give the same energy. Jason Oppenheim um ralph Pittman. so then let's get back on ralph and drew so they're telling their fucking little love story in this season they're at their little rock climbing day that's what happens you guys after charade's brunch they bring up mama joyce that whole thing we this is like as good as gold right we're like oh mama joyce we finally had enough after 12 years <laughs> it was kind of cute at first when we were all so ignorant when we thought he was like an uber driver but then which is also even not that's not a flex like i'm just like talking about the way people make money yeah, it's just not a flex, especially because from someone who comes hasn't, from... and who hasn't. When's the last time Mama Joyce made her own dime? Yeah, that candy didn't get her. I don't get it. I don't get it. Read the room, Mama Joyce. But anyway, so so Ralph and Drew are painting this picture this season of like we are making music and we're all about the love and we've been in Theater Pie and the Theater Pie told us to do things that we like to do together and you know because I drop it with Drew like I can just read her mind, her producing. We're going to go rock climbing. And, you know, Ralph, Ralph is obviously very fit. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, he spends it's just weird time in Tampa. He's so ugly knowing his personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he was just a little bit more authentic and sincere. That's the thing about it. Nothing he says, I believe. Everything he says, I'm like, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Because they talk about the song after they're, like, rock climbing. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, we like produce the song, you like put it out. And then like, that was it. Like you didn't do any, you didn't promote it or anything. And he's like, well, I have to pay the bills actually. (laughs) I just, this is my thing. What really, really like irked me. And I feel like you can agree, like you can relate when you put out something that is on any, any of your art. Okay. Mm -hmm. But especially something that's on streaming, you pay attention to the numbers. You have to. Right. Right. I think that 33, what was it? 3,300? 33,000. 33,000. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 33,000. I think altogether on my podcast for the entire two years I've had it, I'm like right there, maybe a little bit under. Which I say so, a round of applause. And I can <laughs> see what he's saying. Like she has a following. She has exposure. I mean. 20, I've altogether, of all, all time, I have been played 28,851 times That's of amazing. all of my podcast episodes for the two years I've had a podcast. I, th- and I, I get it. I don't have a platform. She does that. But also Drew has a platform, but she hasn't put out music in, in a while. Right. I know that Drew can sing because I watched Step Up uh, so many times. And she has, I think, two or three songs on that soundtrack. Yeah. One with Mario. Yeah. So like I Drew can sing. She really can. Yeah. I think with no label backing, with just the plat Drew has a platform, but we're not gonna act like she has a huge platform. She doesn't even have a candy platform. You know what I mean? That's very true. That's so, very true. Okay, Zale, but it comes through like, help, help a girl. I out. just I did not like that of Ralph. Like it could it could always be like, okay, 33 out the gate. We were hoping for more. Um this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a XYZ, XYZ, market it, get you a little TikTok video, make sure yes. it's on there, especially with music. Yeah. Like 
he he it was just so like yeah that's not that good let her have her right. moment now don't be don't, don't take too far drew right don't take too far okay don't take it that <laughs> you far know, baby she can do that but let her have her moment and then strategize about how we can get better, how we can get better, how we can get better, how we can fix this. I'm sorry. I don't have any also, fucking time. I don't have any fucking time. If you just want to say like, yeah, that didn't do good. That didn't. Okay. If you want to be on my team, we need to strategize because and if you I'm not be on the one... cover. Yeah. That was my thing. I'm like, okay, I can understand him being like, okay, well I have a job and like, I have to do my job, but let's have that conversation. Let's not leave that as this like area of ambiguity. And let's not put you on the cover Thank, if ultimately it's going to be on my back and on my mm-hmm. team to do. Because also me as a performer and as someone who, and I know Drew's hustle because I'm an actress. Drew knows better. Girl, mm-hmm. I heard, yeah. I saw no promotion about this until the song was out. You need to tell me at least a week before it comes out. Like they did with her and Candace's stuff. Thank you. I, I just like, got done listening to that song. It is good, honey. Now, let me find it's out giving self-love. It's giving self-love. It's giving first thing in the morning, turn it on. Honey. I like it. Candace had a plan. And I always think about people like that when I think about reality TV, because I have been told and like whatever about like, you should, like you would be so great. And I'm like, I have to have certain things in place already that are going to be, that I can use the platform for. Oh, You know, like 100%. if the show that I'm gonna, that I'm doing this year gets renewed for a second season, then I might consider mm-hmm. doing a little moment. Okay, because then I have something to exactly. talk about. I have a job to do. I have something to bring to the table other than fighting with bitches. And exactly. I feel like this is where Drew starts getting on people's nerves because mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, we're going to have a dinner with cousin Courtney. And I'm like, okay, girl. You and I already think she, I feel like what she's, you're doing. Actually, let me, let me say this really quickly. I agree with you. I would have to have a plan. And like on my, when I walk, work out every day, I'm like thinking of that. Like if I ever got asked to do something at this point now, would I do it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I I have a plan. I know where I want to be. And that could like rocket me. Like Candace said, I'm going to use housewives because they're using me and Mm -hmm. I'm going to run it. Okay. And run it and make use of it. Unlike some people. Most of them. I mean, we have to be honest. 80% of the housewives are people who came on for a season or two seasons and left. The yeah, small percentage the, that we stand for, you know, that yeah. have been on forever. It's like not that many women. You're not telling me that Robin Dixon went on Housewives to do California psychic ads. Like, you've got to be so fucking okay. for real right now. No, but for real. Next caller. Even, even with the <laughs> podcast, like... You have a podcast because you were on this show, because right. you are on this show, not because like us in the reverse, because we, that's what we wanted, something that we wanted to do. Right. And you know what I mean? You could sell without a backing. And I think mm-hmm. that's the thing that people need to put some respect because people are like, oh my God, these never, and that's, uh, maybe that speaks to your point with Drew and Ralph, especially as her husband, he should be more supportive. In that it's like, yes, okay, I see what you're saying, but like, bruh, I'm not candy where I can just be like, oh, I'm gonna like like say something stupid and then like make a song out of it or like drop a thing <laughs> off the cuff and then you know, like make fun of like bitches trying to come for me. I'm gonna rise above, fly above the haters. <laughs> Write a song in five minutes and now it's making millions <laughs> of dollars in residuals. Like, I'm around above all the haters are hanging us hanging. I, that song gives me really best. <laughs> And like, Andy literally wrote Shape of You for Ed Sheeran and also wrote I Fly Above All the Haters. <laughs> okay. Which one so wasn't one of them? Didn't TLC? She did no scripts. 
But didn't she TLC and try and sue the Ed Sheeran album? But didn't T- but didn't TLC try and come after them after Ed Sheeran saying that Shape of You sounded like No Scrubs? I think they did, and then they didn't realize that it's because the same person wrote it. Y'all didn't even write the song, mm-hmm. so shut up. Sit down. Y'all need to be worried about your regular label who took advantage of y'all. Read the paperwork Ooh. before y'all try to read. Y'all trying to take coin out of black women's pockets. Shut. What is this, TLC? Uh, y'all now y'all worried about money. <laughs> listen, it's just all I'm gonna say is that was back in the day. We need to the girlies coming up today. Please, please read in the ter- in the words of Dustin Ross. Please read your terms and conditions. Read your terms and conditions. And I'm gonna tell you something. There's a lot of reasons why you see a lot of these prolific artists coming out later on. Viola Davis. Listen, I stand her. My career trajectory mm-hmm. is looking a, a, pretty similar right now. But guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm not about to be hoeing and throwing for tequila, tequila, fame, a million followers, and still cannot pay my mortgage. I'm not doing that. Oh. I'd rather be. I would rather be come up the hard way and then be long have longevity, child. Y'all, y'all no, literally, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got it fucked up. Which, like, a lot of these cast members on Atlanta have it fucked up with Candy. It's like y'all really just need to leave her alone. One person who is leaving her alone is Kenya, and I'm here for it. One person that Kenya is not leaving alone is her graphic designer, honey, who she is reading for Gar Red for Field. Reading him for I, hot garbage. <laughs> listen, I need to know. I really do need to know, like, how many times she asked him for the for the design. You know what yes. I mean? I because then realize that we don't get the context. You've been on the show for a thousand years. You need to yeah. know. her assistant looking at the camera like, mm-hmm, don't mess with her. Then I can really like say, okay, Kenya, take it down. Or like, no, why are the dimensions not correct? Yeah. I don't, I always say this, me and my friends always talk about it. I don't care how, I have a couple friends that were personal assistants. I've heard some stories. Mm-hmm. I was an assistant. Guys. That I, we'll talk offline. I have heard mm-hmm. some fucking stories. Okay. I I don't think I could ever, 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 even how, no matter how big I get, find myself saying like, why is this not right? Da, 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 da. I get it. I don't get me wrong. I get it. It's really hard when you like, it's your product, you're putting your name on it. You want it to be right. You don't want it to be janky, especially because, you know, as soon as you got one little thing off, off black folks are going to be all up in a business (laughs) knowing they ain't got no Nan e-commerce page site. Okay. Not (laughs) one LLC, but whatever. Um, I get it, but I just was like, okay, Kenya. Okay, Kenya. But I like that she had her assistants back. She was like, yeah. what? You sent the thing? What happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm cussing him out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But also, let's not do that on, on the camera. Because me, myself, and Irene, I, I am the girl who goes, I will go all the way around and, like, give you the, like, um, what's the, like, term? The Betty Crocker version. Mm-hmm. Just so that, you know... I'll never forget. I was parked at my friend's house down the street and there's like a new age Woodstock and an old age Woodstock and they're not really meeting in the middle. And I was driving my mate, I was driving one of Will's cars and he has, he collects Jaguars y'all. So I was like feeling myself this day, whatever I parked and I come outside and somebody is going through the core. Like the door is open now. I should have had the damn doors locked y'all. I, I was going to say you don't lock the door. Wow. You know, I had a momentary lapse in judgment. And they're like, oh, well, this is our property, blah, 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 blah. I was trying to figure out whose car this was. I said, first of all, you are a renter. 
You don't own this property, so shut the hell up. All of y'all rent. You, this is not your property, so relax. I know you might be have been renting from this this place for forty five years, but you, it's not yours. When I told my man that what happened, this is why I love him. He was like, "Well, you know, if I oh, if I had extra money, I would just find out what the zoning is, and we would have that area rezoned, so he could just know how little property he has, and is like trying to find what the." That's the petty that I am because y'all really want the black person to cuss y'all out. Y'all really mm-hmm. want the black person to get yeah. raw, raw, raw with you. And I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of that. What I will do is remove all rights that you have over mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Kenya, let's just take a note. Um, Cause I felt like her assistant was also looking at the camera like, Oh, she's going to regret this. Like this is going to be it. I, I felt like she was like, that's how she was looking as well. But it was a cute conversation. She was talking to Monietta about some collaboration. I didn't know that Monietta was like a dancer. Me neither. Um, she went to an HBCU for one year before transferring. <laughs> well, I feel you, girl. I thrived at my PWI. Like, nobody can tell me shit. My sister went to an HBCU, and I was like, no, I went to the white girl school, and I had a great time. Um, <laughs> they're going to do a collaboration um, for Uplift with Kenya Moore Hair Care um, to uplift some HBCUs, and Monietta's going to choreograph. So I can't wait to see what they come up with. But we continue over and over to the damn candy factory. And candy is looking hot, too hot to try, honey. She's she, got she her was giving outfit. legs and hips and a body. Body, body. She was giving. And I'm like, Candy, you have the right amount of BBL done. Mm-hmm. Looking grown, honey. Mm-hmm. And knowing that Don Juan has a wife, I don't feel I don't know how comfortable I feel with him making comments about her her physical appearance. It makes me feel a certain type of way. And I, I don't think your wife would approve. But also he was kind of looking. I said, oh, you, you might be, you might be for everybody. Kind of like Nick over there in Summer House Martha's Vineyard. You might be for everybody that I want. <laughs> you might be for everybody. Um, but then Mangetta shows up and she's Brings up the Mama Joyce thing. They have a conversation about it. I was like, yeah, Mama Joyce needs to open up a can of shush. Shush. Mm. Stop it. So that was that was weird. I'm gonna we're gonna let Candy handle that on her own. I'm not gonna read her for filth yet about it. Cause I could I do have the propensity to read the people I love all the way down to the lowest degree. And like <laughs> I'm gonna let her have this because I don't I don't have that dynamic where like I pay my mom's mortgage. My mm-hmm. mother has more yeah. than I do. So mm-hmm. I'm not in that dynamic. Mm-hmm. I have been in the dynamic where I was making more coin than the parents. And like, no, I, so I understand what that is like, but I've never, my mom's never been like, Hey, can you pay my cell phone bill? Right. Mm-hmm. That's not how she gets down. My mom's a bad, my mom's a motherfucking bad bitch, honey. She don't play them games. Like she would rather go without before I'm putting some money in her. Like she's just not that kind of queen. Right. So I, some, you know, benefit of the doubt. Like, I, I get it that Mama Joyce was like, and I feel like this is where it's like a kind of a cultural difference here, <laughs> because I have been noticing the comments from, you know, Caucasian viewers mm-hmm. of the show. And Which, like, we know and respect and love well, because like we are like by proxy, like y'all, be, y'all like to say like my best friend's black, my husband's black, and my husband's white. So I can say what I feel like saying. <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever I'm gonna say whatever I want but like in the difference between like what the white viewers are saying about Mama Joyce some of them not all okay but and then like people of color black people Mm -hmm. are saying because like 
people of color, black people, we over here like, no, yeah, you no. And I've I've seen a couple, you know, white people mean like it was just funny, like what SNL. You know what? It's because I think culturally they have to deal with that classist bullshit more often mm-hmm. when dating. Of like, well, the first the first question is, well, what is what do they do for work? And that's not trying to figure out if he's a cultural attaché or if he is you know, the ambassador yeah. of Monaco, you're trying to figure out how much coin that man is going to be bringing into the household. That's true. So I, you know, which I despise now mama, because I feel like my mom is, is like listening. She's going to be like the first one listening to this. Not for you. You need a man with coin right now. <laughs> in your life. And not even the, even the ones that wasn't scrub. They just did. They, you need a man making more coin than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and th- there's nothing wrong with that you you need to but like my point is todd had a job he had a good job Great too job, you guys. he he had a job that pays more than most todd was at the time that they met he was working on real housewives of atlanta but he has worked on a lot of other shows yes a lot of other shows so it and just based just, off hours alone being a producer just even if he was making minimum yeah. wage he'd make it more than y'all who the, hello the, i can guarantee yeah. it you would shudder. You would shudder. Yeah. Now, is Candy making six times that? Probably. But yeah. what, what the yeah. fuck? Y'all Y'all would dream about making Todd's salary. Y'all in mm-hmm. a two-parent household with five kids would dream about making Todd's annual salary. Let's lift people up instead of tearing them down. Let's lift up the right people, though, because we get to Drew House, Lord have mercy, Jesus, and she's getting ready for fucking Cousin Courtney dinner. With her raggedly ass husband, and she can't even pronounce the word Sauvignon Blanc. She's like, you know, I love a white wine. What is this Sauvignon Blanc? Girl, if you don't know how to say it, don't try on camera. Don't. That's not cute. Because that just goes to show me that you really don't appreciate wine. And as a wino, I'm like, let's not go there. Because if you start talking about white wine to me, I'm going to be like, well, do you like a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc? Like, do you prefer like a California? I'm not just going to talk New about white versus... Oh my God, so... Yeah, it's like, so I'm just like, Drew, girl, the 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 patience that I have for you is very limited. It's very short. It's not what I need. It's not the vibe that I want. And this the thing that really started me being mad at Drew and me being like, oh, okay, I'm a Drew fan, but I can also recognize when Drew is being messy is when she couldn't say Sauvignon Blanc. Like, that really was the first thing that made me roll my eyes and be like, oh, Drew, see, this is why people get mad at you. Because and you're not, playing only, games. <laughs> not only that, when she said, I wasn't there, Girl. I wasn't, I said, Drew, Drew, Drew. And Courtney even tried to walk away from the fucking FaceTime. So Drew tries to, Drew, Drew wants to FaceTime Candy after Candace asks her to sing with her at her city winery tour, which looked really fun because LOL. And I love that Can- Candace does not play. I love that she had to tell her that she was Shamari DeVoe's understudy. She's like, well, Shamari no, can't do it. So I thought I'd call you. Like, we were going to have a saying, somebody saying. Um, okay, really quickly. Somebody, I was, because I liked Shamari. I always felt like she should have gotten a season two. And then somebody either added me on Twitter or Instagram. I can't remember which one it was. Well, they were like, did you, I I don't remember what I said, but they were, it, it wasn't like, they weren't arguing with me, but they were like, oh, did you catch like what she said at her one and only reunion? Like when she was being homophobic towards Andy at her one, her reunion. And I was like, no, I was, and they were like, it was a really small moment, but I always wondered if that's the reason they didn't come back. And I was like, um, yeah. 
her and her husband are kind of controversial. What? Like they're just, you know, how black people are in the South. They don't even know. I give. I don't even give these people that. It, it's like that woman who's going to be on Housewives of. Um, well, it, it may not be that intense. But they, I don't think that they, you know, they think that they are special because they are straight. But y'all be eating coochie left and right, all y'all. So I don't understand how that's like the straight and narrow. Like I was a... just about to say, I thought that she was like, wasn't she like openly bisexual? Yeah. But these people think that, oh, but I'm honoring the Lord. I'm in a marriage. I'm married. I have a husband. I had a, I had a baby. I, I fulfilled my duty in the world. And let me esteem you, women born or um newly confirmed your destiny and your self-worth and your purpose on this earth is so much more than having somebody else's baby please oh, let me understand that, that. i'm proud of you for being able to do it and i applaud all the mothers out there i would i would fucking wish i could be even a quarter of the parent that my mother was but if she if that was it for her she had me and my sister and that's it like she has no, no other purpose in life that's it for her i'm just like that's sad and I yeah, feel like she's I, part of that group of people. Yeah, I trust me, I'm well within that group to where being a parent, a mom does not give you the right to be a fucking asshole. Mm. Like there was, I feel like we've kind of moved past this as a society, but there was a little bit there when people would be like, like, especially housewives, they'd be like, well, I know her, she's a mom. What that got to do with anything? With you could be anything. somebody's mama and be a fucking asshole mm -hmm. so don't start don't ever say that to me all right because that ain't your you and your children ain't got nothing to do with this but i said and i said to the person i said i didn't i don't remember that i don't know i said but it wouldn't shock me i said however comma mm. i have if that is the case i have a problem with that because y'all got Corey kiefer on summer house right now and he is an open homophobe transphobe racist openly, openly. proudly don't give a fuck. He's just waiting for y'all to, to let it go. And I, he's listen, so fun and he's so cute. And he's I've been I've cute. been trying to like not say anything because I'm <laughs> Andy. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, babes. Like, but I find it weird, funny that you had two drag queens on bartending on Watch What Happens Live, and then you're like, "Why is drag a problem? What is da 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 da?" And trying to seem like you're on the side on the right side of history and then you're employing somebody Corey, mm. who is an open transphobe homophobe and fucking racist and creating a show i have it i have an issue with that because all the people that want to say people are going to have different um views and stuff you're right people are going to have different views i don't need everybody on tv to be liberal left-leaning anything like that but you do not get to say that you are your it's your beliefs and your views when it is just hate towards another group of people, especially a marginalized group of people. Be for fucking real. Don't play in my face. Okay. That has nothing also, to do go with be on a religion. Show. Be on Summer House Fox News. This is that my has thing. nothing to do with religion. That has nothing to do yeah. with political beliefs. That has something to do with ignorance. I don't have a problem if you if uh, somebody is a conservative. We have way more conservative housewives than people realize. Realize we yes. have way more, and they just sit over there, eat their lunch. We don't talk about it. That's fine, okay. And we have liberal housewives that we don't talk about it either. When it starts getting into infringing on people's rights, yeah, human rights, that is a problem for me. That is not a belief. Yeah. That is ignorance and hate. So Andy, like, what is it? Do you want to have, do you want to have 
drag queens bartend on watch what happens live and say i don't understand why is drag under attack these politicians yeah. need to get it together da, da, da. or do you want to employ a fucking transphobe well, they do you do want both. to ask Titus when he's on your show, oh, did you have a problem with Eddie Murphy? Because he was problematic for us gays back in the day. And you want to call out Black people for homophobia? Or do you do you want to employ... Well, and also, it's like, you do you want to be a network that co-op? Let's be honest. You can be on TV and be hateful. Mm -hmm. But here's what the problem that we are having with Bravo etc y'all want to put y'all's flags up in yep. uh, june mm -hmm. and y'all want to do your black history stuff in february and you want to do this stuff and you want to make money off of the idea that this is an inclusive and safe space but it's mm -hmm. not be who you are let people let people judge you based off of that because that's all we're doing with this reality tv is you're putting stuff out for people to judge and and make opinions off of for entertainment value Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, when we see Summer House, the Hamptons, which went from like an exclusively blonde cast, <laughs> minus mm -hmm. like two people, to this very like more colorful cast and organically, right? We see that it can work. We see that it's possible. We don't want Corey Kiefer because guess what? He's not bringing those views and those thoughts to the forefront because he knows it's some fucking bullshit. Exactly. exactly. He knows they're going to be like, oh, we don't want to hang out with you, dude. Mm -hmm. He knows as soon as they figure that shit out. And that's why, instead of addressing it, instead of making an apology, he's ignoring it because it hasn't gotten to the point where he has to address it. But please understand and believe his ass is going to get lit up. It's only a matter of fucking time, bitch. Prepare yourself, Corey Kiefer. You are the next Tom Sandoval. Wait till Sandoval dies down and wait till Ralph Pittman season 13 goes away. It's going to, it's listen, because um the girls are on your ass. Reality is podcast. The, the, the queen, oh my God, I can't even think about it, who... Found all the tweets and everything. They're Countess. on your ass. Is, was it it's like Lou Ann something? Countess something? Countess. Hold on, I got Countess I and Friends. I, Countess and Friends. Yes. Countess and Friends is on your ass, honey. Prepare. And it, I, I'm at this point. I do have questions for. I mainly Sam. Mm -hmm. Mainly Sam, because it, I think you know there's the like answers. this. The, I think there was this meme a while ago, and it was like. To the girlies who have homophobic boyfriends, you're not an ally. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, but really, really, like, like, I can't believe you're all not. of these women. Oh, I don't want to get political. We're going to move on. I promise. Oh, I can't believe all these women voted for Trump. And it's like, those girls, that's, they dick. When have you ever seen a Becky stand up against dick for something they believe in? No, they're going to have the dick because that validates who they are as a human being because they're mm -hmm. basic. Yep. And Sam, who just cried this whole season about how she can't get a hot guy. I noticed she said hot guy, not a good guy, not a decent man, not a wholesome man, not a man with a with a heart and a fucking uh, credit score over 700. She did not say any of those things. She said a hot guy. She wants a she wants an aesthetic to pay attention to her so that she can feel validated as a human motherfucking being. And then here comes along Bozo the fucking clown. With his big old dong, because we can't stop hearing about it online. This is the dick that we don't want to hear about. I've not so, heard that at all. Apparently, she's talking in the press about how his dick is so big, she like has to, you know, she can't walk and all this stuff. Because that's the, the that's the attention that she needs to feel validated as a human being. How pathetic and sad is that? And I esteem you motherfucking hoes out there in these streets listening to the podcast to stop being basic. 
Go out there and get you a man who loves you for who you are and what you bring to the table and not because of the color of your hair and the color of your fucking eyes and the fact that you will be quiet and let him be an asshole. Corey and them motherfucking boys trashing that house, breaking the beds and doing all that shit. I said, this encapsulates Throwing that shit are. in the pool. Him and Craig throwing that shit in the pool. In the pool pissed me off. That's who those people are. That's the kind of people that they are. One thing I don't, I'm all down for fun, like whatever. Sometimes if something gets like broken, as long as it's not like, I I don't want to say if something gets broken because I, I don't break things. I don't things. like that. I'm like, why? We're, we're uh, old. Yeah, do I'm all down like for that? having fun. But there's something about just like senseless, like senseless damage to property that I hate. Mm -hmm. That I hate. Why are you throwing pans in the pool? Why are you throwing chairs in the no pool? Sense. Why are you throwing? And like the fact that these people were just like taking pictures, I think it might've been Sam. I can't remember. They're used to but it. Taking pictures was like, this was the aftermath of the, the dinner at the sushi dinner at the house. And it was like, that isn't, if, Char if my husband was just, I was looking at it just like really being like, if Charlie was like with, with these guys just throwing shit in the pool i would be humiliated because Absolutely. what are you doing at any age that shit didn't fly for me in college i went to elon university you guys in north carolina which was like the oh my god it was like walking into a lily pulitzer flagship Ew. okay i can only i've never seen that. more i remember the first day that i went and i was like oh okay, this is not what I was expecting. I was expecting this to be like a low-key Southern school. This is Laguna Beach on the East Coast. Why does everyone have a Jaguar and a and a Range Rover and a drop-top convertible mm -hmm. Mercedes-Benz? Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's fine. But one thing that I, that I noticed was a through line was this class of people who had these beautiful amenities that they did not respect. Mm -hmm. And it's not about like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this. It's about the fact that you do not care enough about your dwelling to keep it nice yeah that you just think oh they can replace this this is a multi-million dollar and y'all wonder why y'all got to share rooms because y'all act like fools you shouldn't have to break stuff it's like when craig was in winter house last season and he's like i don't know how we're going to be able to have fun if we can't trash the house what craig is so fucking stupid when he told so when he looked sierra in her eyeballs mm. and said how do you date people that you don't know i said oh good god how very southern of you yeah yeah how very southern inbred. midwest of you it's very southern though it's very charleston like well we come from a certain kind of family so we only know this many other people so i can only date so many of their daughters because you know craig would never date vanita or anyone hell no oh, no even sierra he 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 would like austin he would fuck her but he would never take her home to meet his mother and that's why he's so hell-bent on page because she is the prize and if he doesn't get her he don't know what's gonna happen if he can't convince her to and he's not gonna she's not y'all newsflash i'm gonna predict this like i predicted phil ass going home page and craig are gonna break up it's as good as gold i don't I, you know how I feel about Paige. You know how I feel about her. Weaponizing tears, Paige. I'm, I'm terrified that she's going to just because, because Paige is a Scorpio. I'm terrified that she's going to just because, just to like prove people wrong. 
She's gonna keep. She's gonna keep playing these games. You know why? I I don't want Paige to marry that boy because I really do feel like he's trying to make her something that she isn't. I really do. I don't care for Paige, but I feel like Craig is trying to make her something that yeah. she isn't. I feel like she thought it was cute. It was fun. It was aesthetically. It was going to be aesthetically a good move. I don't know what all these boys have because also did you see the part when he was in his underwear and he had to readjust? Listen, said, that might be a part of it. I don't agree. I don't agree with the way Paige left him in the shower last week. I thought that was both this. And I feel, I fear people are missing my point. I don't like Craig. I don't like them, but what I'm commenting on is the show. Yeah. If you plan on staying with that man, that's bogus to do. Right. If you are breaking up with him in like two minutes, baby girl. Okay. But if you plan on staying with him, I just don't think that that's a good, that that's not something you should do to your partner. Is leave him it in just, the shower and be giggling corny. with your friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just corny. not. It's not a mature way to go about a relationship. Oh my god! And talking about, oh my god, not mature ways to go about things. We're just gonna jump from Drew's dinner with Courtney. I don't even want to talk about it. Like as as Jordan would say in Summer House about this being, it was whack, whack as fuck. <laughs> hey, not too much on my girl. I like Jordan. No, love her, stand her. She. Well, I watched her and watched her have his live last night, and I was like, oh, no, no, okay, I get it. But they go to Candy, Candy, Candace's show. Drew goes on stage and does all of nothing. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys an example of what she did. Oh, 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 I, and then Candace is like, okay, I'm going to sing for you. Oh, like, she's trying to give her a beat, and she's like, oh. <laughs> like, just didn't work out. And of course, the girls immediately have to read her for it. Now, listen, I do agree with Candy. I don't know if I would have invited people there to do that. What, how I would have phrased it, okay, is I would have been like, oh, y'all know Candace from Real Housewives of Potomac is coming to City Winery. Um, And me and her are talking about doing some business together. I just thought it would be a fun girls night out and then I'm going to talk to her. And then next thing you know, they'll be like, where's Drew? Where's Drew? Where's Drew? And then I'll be like, "Mm -hmm." I just don't know what it's like to perform and not slay. I don't know what that's like. Uh, if you let me up on your stage, I'm going to be up there for at least 90 minutes, not 90 minutes, 90 seconds. I'm also going seconds. to like, I'm going to practice. I, I just feel like there's a work ethic that these, like, like that Drew is not applying to her singing career mm-hmm. that she would apply to her acting career. And I think she understands the business of acting. She mm-hmm. understands she has her technique. Like when she was reading the girls about Uta Hagen, honey, and Stanislavski mm-hmm. and, and Stanford Meisner, I was like, oh, no, no, Drew knows what she's talking about. Okay. Yeah. Have a seat. The music side of it, I'm like, did you warm your voice up before you came? Are you afraid to sing in front of people? Maybe mm-hmm. you should have the girls over to your house and perform for them. Maybe you should be working with a coach. I don't know. But one thing that she should know about being in the business opportunities are far and few be- in between yeah and moments like that are moments that you have to use to say oh wow drew sedora is a great singer remember when she was mm-hmm. at candace's show mm-hmm. not like oh she didn't yep. really do much like i wonder that's not going to make people go stream your song sis and when sheree was like it, yeah i'm sad i'm <laughs> any opportunity to watch flop it like drew <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so sad and i was like oh sheree stay at home girl <laughs> Yeah, it's I yeah. It, it, it was I'm like, what did you think I'm about like, the whole did you have like thing, like her as an artist performing? I love it for Candace. Let me. Th- okay, 
I fear that sometimes when I talk about stylings mm-hmm. of others, I know that the internet doesn't know, like the people, my platform doesn't know like my whole background, especially right. on Twitter. I was a hairdresser. I was a hair and makeup artist for six years. So that's why when I talk about the stylings, I'm not talking about what the person looks like. The the girls yes. are gorgeous. Okay. Candace had way too much hair mm. in that wig. And wasn't her leotard not a little too big? Wasn't fitted correctly. I don't know what the fuck was up with that. It it was it was odd. But the hair is what she's a small girl. She's a mm. little lady. Okay. That piece. It's too much, too much neck, honey. It's too much hair. It's too much. (laughs) I feel like they were like, oh, and like Candace has big hair. She does big hair. And I love, love, love when a little short girl does big hair. But something about that, it it was too much up up in the crown. I don't even think it was lifted necessarily. I think it was too, they put like one too many bundles in there. I wasn't into it. I thought she, it made her look really small as it opposed did. to like, yeah, the length was great. I just felt like it needed to be thinned out a little bit. The, yeah. It was the thickness of it all. I was very impressed with her vocals. She, she Candace won't give you vocals, baby. Because um, they always like make fun of her on her show. Like she's mm-hmm. always singing and it's always like her just kind of, I think giving look a little bit of bang. but she, um, she was really singing and it showcased when Drew was accompanying her because it was like, oh, no, this is a woman who has been singing for hundreds yeah. of people every night for the last few months. And is like, she's in her party, honey. She, yeah, she is. I'm so proud of her. It's like, it's so crazy because I used to despise Candace. I thought she was someone who would like throw a rock and then run. And mm. then when I started to kind of see the dynamic of because Potomac grew, it became now it's an institution. It's not just like the first couple seasons. It's like, oh, we can, we have case theory to review. I can understand her point of view and like being the like one of the youngest ones and like taking everything super personally. I think Candace is about to start showing us a different side of herself after Rugged. I think she's realizing <laughs> like, okay, I'm at work. I'm yeah. actually here to promote who I am as a brand, which mm-hmm. is an actress and a singer. Mm-hmm. not here to be friends with these bitches who really it doesn't matter if I'm friends with them or not like we're just gonna hang out I Candace caused some online controversy also ahead of this episode mm-hmm. and I you know I'm I'll be keeping my mouth shut tell because, the people this time. on this opportunity tell the people um first of all I am I'm 31 I went to prom three out of four years of high school when I was going to prom and everybody around me, and I had some friends in the South, these big DJ balloon displays, all of that, that, that wasn't a thing. That's very new. Yeah. That is new. Okay. One, two. Um, we took the photos in the good living room in okay. front of the grandfather clock, in front of the curio cabinet. Oh, back out and- on the poach. <laughs> and that was that. Okay. Very nice. Very nice backyard. And that was that. And that was fine. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do with their children. I'm not going to tell anybody how to spend their money. However, saying that it is a Black tradition to go all out for prom and that it is our way of, it's like our quinceanera. It's our, no, it's not. 
it's, the, it's that I way for the privileged so ones i think fucking for real right now with that shit yeah and i i don't like to see my people down bad but saying that it's like the black quinceanera you're not you're not yeah. using the brain with that one okay and that's also one, how two. like candace is showing her privilege and like where she comes from like economically and socially it it is she and then i agree with that i do think that candace is because she said like she thinks it's tacky i don't and let listen to hire a dj for i don't i'm not understanding that but just because i know pricing unless that's your cousin brother or something or another right. i don't know whatever um i don't really have a problem with the here's my thing with the displays you got to take that down yeah okay and it's just for some pictures. We used to go to a nice park. We used to be t- tra- traveling over, over taking them pictures. So I understand that. Whatever maybe happened you're not- going out to the steakhouse and getting a photo out in front of Carabas, right? From- <laughs> go to Morton. Go you to know, Morton's and and I understand that times <laughs> change, but trying to make it as if we as a culture have always done this when like my generation and before have we don't have pictures like that don't do that also being like oh that's so jack and jill and it's like i didn't know what jack and jill was until i started listening to podcasts and i referred to the the richest of my blackest friends and i said do you know what jack and jill is he goes yeah i I had that growing up she also grew up Mm -hmm. in palo alto california y'all so it's yeah like like, it's just i don't candace was like where she fucked up is she said i think it's tacky right that was that and it's just like just don't talk about that I said, no, Candace, now they talking about your fashions. And, and But to that, this is my thing. When people start going through others' fashions, and but you, if you want to talk about anything I've ever had on, baby, you better be Law Roach. You better be ready. You better be laid. Because just like you went through my pictures to find something that I had right. on, I'm going to go through yours to find something that you had on that you, like, don't don't start that. Because we could like, go also all day. like, I welcome it. Say what you need to say, honey. Because yeah, all of the we stuff you see me wearing, day. you can't get it. Don't and worry about the, that. People, because <laughs> this is where I was like, people, y'all need to shut the fuck up. They were like, oh, n- not an ASOS blazer. You got an ASOS blazer. Thank you. you got an HM blazer. What are you, what are you talking here's about? The tea. Like, my you you could see me out here in a pair of ASOS slides with a Christian Dior handbag and a Shein top, which I got I'm not gonna start, I'm gonna stop buying from Shein because it really is such a um, or Amazon, like a lot of stuff I wore in my bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. My X was, they're like, oh my God, that's from Amazon. I'm like, yeah. Now this, what oh, I'm yeah. wearing today is from K-H-A-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit more pricey. But like every, you being labeled from head to toe and being expensive in your clothing, but living in a, you know, a place that you're renting doesn't make sense to me. Driving a Maserati up to an apartment will never make sense to me. That's that LA mentality. Of I like, don't. You know? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't understand the like the cars with the um prom pictures either, like the the Bentleys or anything like that. Mm. Now, I found this picture. Me and my good my good girlfriend Anaya, still one of my closest friends to this day, and we lived. We grew up in the same neighborhood. I mean, that was my girl. Uh, so we always did every pictures together, even if we because she was in like um I was in like newspaper and stuff in yearbook, mm. and then she was in like um theater and uh glee what's that yeah what's it what club is that choir choral they call it something else glee is something else whatever that 
show choir, show choir. Oh, oh. She was in show choir and stuff. But and so we Very had our serious. different groups that we always came together and made sure we took pictures together. Our parents were friends, blah, blah, blah. Somebody had a car. I got a 13 year uh, on this day, 13 years ago from prom. One of the proms, <laughs> junior prom, I think. Um, somebody had a convertible car and one of our uncles on something came over and they're like, oh, girls, get into it. Now, I want to say it was a Volvo. It's right. not like a, a super nice car. It was, but it, it was just somebody's car. And they took the top down and the guys got in the front seat and we were in the back and we're like, it's like that. We didn't go get a Bentley that, that somebody just right. had that car. You know what I mean? All the, the cash. I saw somebody put cash like in hearts no. on the car for prom and everything like that. And I was like, when did we, you y'all get cash for prom? Like, I don't, I'm confused. No, I got a, a, a tuxedo rental. And my dad washed his car that I drove. Yeah. Like that was literally, and then that was the first part I went to. But then after that, I was like a big queen and the, they, the parents didn't care anymore. They're like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like it, 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 some of it is just too far. Like the, the, all that cash, I'm like, and you. And it's not for the kids. It's, that... for, it's for people to see. It is. It is. And that's, that's my point. And I, I just think that she did have a point where she said, like, she was like, I, she said, I, I'm fine with that. I don't, cause somebody also was like, don't make me call Monique. And she was like, you can call her all you want to. That ain't got nothing to do with this. And my, my um, opinion still stands. I said, why are y'all bringing Monique into it? Well, because the girl mean. said her feelings about prom. Wait, what? But the whole, the, whole, the whole group this year is interesting. Now, do I think it's going to be very entertaining? Yes. But do I think they're ever going to have fun? I don't know because even at, when they, they go to um, afterwards and Candy asking Cousin Courtney about her comments and she's kind of backpedaling, y'all. So I'm like, Courtney, you could have been a star and now you're just... I, I want Candy to stop talking to her. Headbutt her or don't but stop yeah. talking to her because she's enjoying it too much. She loves it. She's enjoying it too much. She's like, well, you know, I'm from the hood. Da, 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 da. Girl, shut the hell up. Why do you have that 2006 fedora on? Oh my God. I'm not, I'm not okay. I'm not. Something what is that this pisses fedora, honey? me off. Something that pisses me off is when people's headwear does not mm. match the decade that we're in. And I the love a wide brim hat. You're not wearing a Spanish themed look. You just threw There's, the hat on. There's for no reason should you have that fucking fedora on. I don't even, even know why. fedoras were popping, I was like, okay, you guys, we've had enough of these fedoras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the 2006 fedora, I have a problem with. Okay, I I get so mad. I love a wide brim hat, especially if I'm going to be on the beach, but it is outfit appropriate. And again, a wide brim. It's okay. A topical, it's a topical hat. It, it depends on where your location is. <laughs> it is. Okay. And... Mm, mm, I, that hat was, it had a flower on the side. It looked like she picked it up from Plato's Closet. She just, ooh. And Plato's Closet is doing the good work because they found a girl who had been kidnapped six years ago over to the Plato's Closet and recovered her to her. The employees at Plato's Closet were like, wait, that girl, she looks like this. Hey, police, there's a girl in here who I think was kidnapped several years ago. It's worth a shot. Which y'all, okay, I see you out there in these public streets. If y'all see somebody who you think you saw in a milk carton, it's worth a try. That mm -hmm. is literally what our tax money is supposed to go to, not for like getting rich people out of jail. Anyway, um, so yes, cousin Courtney is doing this. She's bobbing the head and candy. Yeah, I agree with you. They should just leave her out of it. 
or she needs to because like at this point you've done too much damage yeah every time you come in you're super loud and over the top and I am that girl please don't get me wrong especially if I've had a cocktail or two I'm gonna be the one that's like like I'm gonna do it don't get me wrong but that's because Zell likes me if I'm coming into a situation and I know that you don't fucking like me I'm not doing all that extra because it seems like you're overcompensating <laughs> it, it does feel like she's overcompensating like she's like she's uncomfortable she might be uncomfortable but she's trying to act like she's not right and this is my thing and like that really <sighs> candy courtney bye boo bloom courtney okay yeah adios <laughs> can we get into marlo now because I, mean, I was just about to ask I'm, you what do you think about that interaction my ass is pinched okay because marlo loser oh. behavior Lo you're acting like a fucking loser Journalist. marlo is a child marlo is a fucking child and it pisses me off because her childlike tantrums that's all that is when marlo feels like she's not um center of attention getting yeah, getting the attention, mm -hmm. getting the same treatment as somebody else. She lashes out. Like, I I see her inner 11-year-old just jump right out of her in that fucking six-foot-one, 50-year-old woman body, okay? Because, like, I I can't. Really First of all, did you, let's call a spade a spade. Drew asked, I don't, Candy's not, not talking about the shooting because she doesn't want to. It is an open investigation. But also, Marlo, who pays your mortgage? That's what I want to know. You know, because she's not watch what happens live. Andy asked her what's going on with that house you were building. Oh, it I, didn't work out. I said to my fiance, I was like, it sounds like the man who was paying for it don't want to pay for it anymore. And she has to get mm -hmm. somebody else to pay for it. Exactly. Now, when, because that's why Drew asked. Drew said, so what's going on with the situation? Because she knows she has some sense in her brain that like, I don't know if we can and like on a reality what, show. what we can and cannot say because of legal reasons. Right. We're on appeal for legal reasons in the words of we're, Erica Jane. We're on appeal for legal reasons. <laughs> we're on appeal for legal reasons. Yeah, we're going to talk but, about the white party at the end of this. Okay. Yes, we do need to talk about it. But like, and Drew was just being considerate. She was yeah. just being considerate. Okay. For Marlo to then be like the shooting Right. Candy didn't react. She was just like, nothing's going on with that. I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. And that's when Marlo started reacting. And then for her to pull this story about her cousin who just so, or her nephew who just so happened to work for Candy right. out of nowhere, it's weird. out of nowhere. And then be like, my nephew died. My nephew died. My nephew died. What the fuck do you want? What it, What are you talking about? Well, Marla? that's the Trump card. And you know, when people, when certain mm -hmm. people argue, they're just going to throw out the most salacious thing and be like, okay, well, this is going to end the conversation. And you, what can you say back to this? But notice, notice she, she's like, I reached out to Candy. I reached out to Candy and Candy, Candy said, I'm sorry to hear that. Blah, blah, blah. Now timeline matters. When did this happen? Okay. And at what point do we I, when I'm look, I'm actually, I'm not looking for condolences from anybody, but if I'm going to take whatever you give me. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Now, if you're my bestie and all you got from me is, I'm sorry to hear that. Interesting. Okay. Right. In a text. I'm going to move forward with, but I'm going to move forward with that energy. I'm not having a conversation with you. I'm just going to move forward yeah. with that energy. Okay. But that's not what this is. 
for Marlo to sit here when she stormed out and was walking in the parking lot and was like, my nephew died. My nephew died. I was like, you're trying to argue. You're trying to make people feel for you the way you think they feel for Candy. And it's never going to happen because you're doing this. This is unrelated to your nephew. The only thing that's in common is that your nephew also worked at a candy restaurant. He didn't get, it's not like the same person who shot Candy's nephew shot your nephew. He didn't get shot at the restaurant. He got into a disagreement with a friend. How are these things connected? We know what that was. Right. Okay. Like Marlo. Marlo. You're making a fool out of yourself. Once again, once again. Okay, and she, I tried to talk to Candy. I tried to talk to Candy. You keep looking for these, if you, somebody, no one's ever giving you enough. Candy, you won't say, yes, Candy tried to get me a show. Mm. Yes, Trent, Candy did try and get me a show. You won't say that, but you will talk about the fact that oh, she didn't say, she didn't reply the way I wanted her to when my nephew died. Milo, you say that you've been talk. selling coochie for your expensive lifestyle. It's okay. Even if you're not selling coochie. How about that? Because I know what it's like to just, because people want to say that I was selling coochie. No, I just date men who got more coin than the fucking broke ass men that y'all hoes be dating. And now I don't date anyone because I'm getting married. But I can understand people being like, okay, but I can I can own up to the fact people are like, oh my God, well, how do you do my man pay for this? Oh, how did you start your, my man, gave, my, my man is my investor. My man, my man, my man, my man. My man, my man, my man. But you can't say that. And someone was like, maybe her man isn't available. Kim Zoltiak Beerman, or should we say Bredak Beerman, Kim Zoltiak, had Big Papa for but seasons and seasons. He never showed his motherfucking face, but she was not going to be like, oh, I just sit at home all day and do nothing, but I live in a quarter million dollar condo. And my daughter's going to mm-hmm. private school and I got a new Cadillac. Because she gave us a thank you, Papa. Thank you, Papa. <laughs> be fucking for real. And let's be yeah. very honest and very clear. If I was doing one of these shows in the early years of dating Will, I, his ass wouldn't be on camera either. Big but Papa would you know? Fine once I finally saw him, it's <laughs> fine. I'm sure you know Kim. She know how to pull, like Croy. That picture you shared with Croy's face beat. Whoever beat his face need to come beat mine. Honey. Skin, skin was beat. skinning. It was a oh, natural bee, honey. It was sitting. It was sitting on the skin ever so nicely. Asses that I like to look at on Twitter, like Troy Beerman. <laughs> if you are feeling low and down, and you want to come, just cry your heart out in between the arms of two men. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I will drop a pin. Like, to, to your point of Kim Kim Beerman, Kim Zoziak, because she did file to have her uh, premarital name Beerman. restored, baby. But yeah, to that point, you're correct. She was, she didn't lie about it. And I don't like to give Kimberly any credit, really. I really don't (laughs) like to, but she did. She was very open, like, oh no, I got a sponsor. Okay. And I feel like Marlo is just like, oh, like Candy doesn't talk about the things that she wants to talk about. It's like, but you don't either. You keep certain things to yourself. But Candy, Candy not talking about that shooting. We read about it. But she could apply that to other things. Like I can see it's like her storyline is, because I did write like, okay. Candy's storyline consistently has been like, I don't have time. My mom's an asshole mm. to my husband. Like we have seen that before. However, comma, most people, most housewives drive their story the direction that they want it to be. Yeah. Right? Dorit and PK have been sued on so many occasions that we have heard zero about it. Marlo, shut the fuck up. Unless you're really ready to tell us how you make, what you do for a living. Because before the archive, we didn't know that you didn't have a job. 
None. No. And I've seen Marlo in person. That's an expensive woman. That that's not cheap makeup. That's not cheap hair. That's not cheap clothes. That is a top tier kind of girl. I will give you that, Marlo. You are a top tier queen. I'm not going to try to fucking come at you for your choices because I have made choices in my life too that people might be like, mm -hmm. okay, bitch, but you don't know where I had to get out of, bitch. So if you can't right. say shit to me right. about motherfucking shit and you still in the same place, I'm out. <laughs> Period. Period. But I just feel like Marlo, yeah, it's just a little bit of a double standard. And you know, over here at What Is This Honey Podcast, we do not enjoy a double standard. Speaking of Dorit, Mm, get into I it. I really miss. Do you remember when Dorit left Teddy in that waiting in that restaurant? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know what. No, somebody just like put it up as like a reaction um video or something the other day. Of also, Teddy season when she was there. really trying to secure the bag. <laughs> I miss early season Dorit so bad. Free I miss early Botox season Dorit. Dorit. Yeah, I miss early season Dorit that didn't have any alliances to nobody and just showing up to work. She had her old teeth. Y'all gonna be <laughs> saying that about me in the next year because I'm going to I'm actually going tomorrow to see about my new teeth, y'all. Ooh, I'm um, so excited for you. You know, I that's one thing I want to is some teeth first. Let's talk about Erica. Your teeth really are quickly. perfect though. What are you? What are you? They're small. No, they're small. I want mm -mm. no Hillary Duff. Don't come out looking like Hillary. No, not 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 Hillary Duff. I just I've <laughs> always wanted teeth. I've always wanted new teeth. Wait, so what do you want to move on? Do you want to move on to Martha's Vineyard? Is that what you're trying to say? What were you, what were you gonna say? No, I want to talk about Erica in this white party. I have yes. said this on Twitter. Let's talk about Beverly Hills in general. I I am excited for this new season, even if it's just a meh season, to right. be honest with you. Because I'm I'm excited to get back to the basics. I'm excited to see, you know, the girls have a little bit of fun, possibly. I want to see some dynamics change, da-da-da. Which we've heard, you know, that the dynamics and, are a changing. Yeah, and I'm, because I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I don't think Beverly Hills went to shit overnight, and I don't think it's going to get back to where it needs to be overnight. But I don't... I still remember, but I just think I might be stepping back into my Erica Jane fan era. Here's the thing. No. <laughs> I was such a huge Erica Jane fan. So was I. <laughs> I was obsessed with her. She lived in a building a block away from me when she was doing Chicago on Broadway. You guys. Okay. She actually lived in the building that everyone said, oh, that's the mob building. Like they were like, because we looked in that building. So, well, not we at the time. My fiance had bought his apartment. First of all, 42nd Street on the very west side. It's a terrible neighborhood. It's awful. But if you're on Broadway, if you're a theater girly, mm -hmm. it's a really great place to be because you can just walk everywhere. You don't need a Metro card. You can just, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's just really convenient. So she was living at the Atelier. We, were, we had an apartment in the Armory. And Will looked in that building and he was like, yeah, it has a really nice lobby. Like the lobby was insane. Mm. Like these huge ceilings, marbles, floor to ceiling. Like he had like walked down a private hall to get to the elevators, whatever. But the apartments were like cheaply made, which makes mm. sense <laughs> for Erica Jane's life. Um, I was a huge fan of hers. Anyway, I went and saw her in Chicago with um, Charlotte Dumbois, who is like a Broadway icon, you guys. Cassie in the chorus line, like obviously so fucking good. Like, and Erica was so bad. I can't, I, and people won't say, and at the time I didn't say anything about it. First of all, I didn't have a podcast. I'm also in that world. So I'm like, whatever. But no, no, no. She was very disappointing. That mm. character is supposed to be like 22, 23 years old, first of all, which they bend it because they do celebrity casting. Like Brandy played Roxy, you know, 
So it's fine. We've seen other things. But mm-hmm. she couldn't sing it. She couldn't dance it. She couldn't act it. It was just disappointing. Mm. And that was when I was starting to be like, oh, well, here's the thing about me. Because I, I relate to Erica Jane in so many ways. Older husband, he is like fueling the career wagon. My dream of life. Like, I just have to make it just for it before he dies so that he can see it happen. Like mm-hmm. that moment yeah, yeah. that she had with Tom in the kitchen when she got her Broadway contract and she's just like sobbing. I'm like mm-hmm. that. I cried with her because I was like, I know what this feels like. Yeah. You're like, I'm bringing money into the household. I can stand on my own two feet. Like you can now grow old and die and I can take care of you. Mm-hmm. When I went, well, what I like to see when I see stuff like that, y'all, is you deliver the product. Yeah. Erica Jane did not deliver me a product that I liked. I was like, this is not you. I'm not going to pay to see this. Mm-hmm. Chow, I should have waited and seen somebody else. I should have waited and seen Jinx Monsoon do the damn um, Chicago on Broadway. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I was I was literally thinking, I was like, was this somebody from Drag Race in she that? Yes. Born, yeah. I was going to say Mama. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I don't know. I can what? understand, you know, this season is sponsored by Ozempic. Erica is looking the way she did when we first met her. She's, she's so looking small. fucking hot. I'm not going to lie. She's looking she's great. so small. She's turning it out. But I saw a video from the white party. Did you see any video from it? I just saw the perfor- the two performance videos. Not and then it. I saw, I saw, no. I don't know if it was the inner ear mic. Someone said that it might have been the inner ear mic was off. But the dancers were on pace. She was a beat off. Yeah. They and all like, have inner ear mics. So um. I was, this is my thing. I'm like, Erica, as long as you're not singing about it's expensive to be you and being rich and stuff, I will, I'll be like, okay, because this is everybody's like, oh, she gonna be at the house of rock or something like that in Vegas, the yeah. residency. Would I call that a residency? No. But here's the thing. I got a residency when it. you don't. Well, that's not true because she does, she has in the dance world, she has hits. Yeah. Multiple. And here's my thing. If I were had a standing show at House of Blues, House of Blues, I said House of Rock, House of Blues in Vegas, y'all would be sick of me. Sick. I'll be like, um, I'm sorry, I have a show tonight. Yeah, I've got to fly People are out. coming to see me. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm so busy. I try and think of it like that. Okay. Yeah. Like if I ain't got no show and I want one. Okay, so yeah. I just I'm trying not to like be a hater. Um, I'm happy for her because also I'm happy for her that she's making her own money. Yes, right. That's yeah. That has no affiliation with Tom whatsoever. They mm-hmm. cannot seize these assets. What I don't like is that she does not deliver. Okay? Yeah, this is why Ashley Darby was not happening and why Melissa Gorga wasn't happening. If you're gonna come out and do some art, be Cardi B. If you're gonna be a reality star who's like I'm gonna be a singer or rapper, come out like Candace. Pop out. Now, to be fair, Erica Jane had a career in the dance world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, before she was on Housewives. I can't even front. Like, she had that. That was all paid for by Tom. You know how I feel about Coffee and Love by Ashley Darby. I, the song actually mm-hmm. makes me irate. It makes me irate. It's just, it makes, it's I have a physical reaction to it. It pisses me off. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Y'all should see that right now. I, I'm... Nuck if you <laughs> If we ever want to get in a fight with strangers, song. I'm just going to start playing that song. <laughs> I, I get, it's so, not only is it so fucking bad, something about, and I hate to say this because I'm sure 
I don't like Ashley Darby. Like I, re- I really don't. Yeah, she, same. her, and Giselle trigger me in like two different ways that I just mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. that nobody else on Bravo really does. I just I don't fuck with them. But the fact of like Coffee and Love being about Michael and the fact that you really want to sit here and be like, and then the auto tune, it's bad. And also the whole thing. So I saw Michael in Puerto Vallarta once. And oh yeah, yeah. I was with we were on like a couple's trip actually. And Puerto Vallarta is like a very gay destination, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But in unlike the straight places, or unlike these like like terrifyingly homophobic places, you can be straight and, and go there and also have fun. Like it's not you're not gonna Yeah, be you can in Mexico, yeah. Because that's where yeah. So he was sitting up at the bar and I said to my my best friend, I said, Oh my god, that's Michael Darby. And she was like, No, it's not. And I was like, it is. And I'm trying to get the husband. I'm like, that's tell me that's Michael Darby. And I'm like, who's Michael Darby? And I'm like, fuck this. Okay, you guys don't get it. And then I was like, go go up there and go to the go to the restroom and see if it's him. And she walked by and she was like, that is Michael Darby. And I was like, and you notice he is sat there with a bunch of boys and no wife and no kids. And this was after he had just he and Ashley had just done a vacation together in Mexico. And they had just posted it all over Instagram. And it was like literally days later. And he was, was in Puerto Vallarta. 30th birthday one or something, something or 31st like birthday or something like that. Something like that. But, you know, I, it's like, even with her, it's like, it would be more fun if she just made a bit out of it. Like, oh my God, my much older husband who I like, you know, I love him. It's fun. Whatever. We just right. have fun. Not like, oh my God, girl. And then the fact that she didn't get her prenup right. Read the paperwork. A prenup, that's just, you were just a dumbass hoe because you, you have your own lawyer for that. You it's make the just, prenup. She, I'm going to just, I'm going to say what it is, okay? Ain't no point in me sugarcoating it. Let it out. <laughs> There's a specific type of light-skinned woman, especially, mm. that mm. acts like she is better than everybody else because she is mm. light-skinned and then she has bagged a rich man in general, but especially when it's a rich white man, white right? Man, yeah. And then tries to talk down to others, a la her talking to Candace like shit about not having her own property and not having her own property. Not I'm using air quotes like there for Emily those who can't like, see me. Actually, you not don't have having, your own property. Your you don't have either. House. And then for her to double down at that last reunion and say like, oh, by the time my boys are 30, you bet for damn sure they're going to have something. First of all, you have boy mom written all the fuck over you. Yeah. Dylan and Dean, they probably going to do some shit later She'll in life and you go and you exactly don't fucking start me she has boy mom written all over her it's the double standard you're gonna, your boys are gonna have the thing that she has but she can't have it exactly have and it? you are gonna set them up you are gonna set them up god willing uh, so shut the fuck up ashley and i will never i will never ever ever not say this i would rather my mama give me some money than a man who thank you is destined seems determined to hurt me. shit on me right and embarrass me in public and also the fact that you think that you have to go through the hell and heartache of marrying a rich person to get your fucking money up because for me i'm like listen if that's what you have to, if that's what you feel like you have to do fine so be it. i'm not a woman i don't know about listen i will never make fucking comments about mother what motherfuckers do for safety and security mm-hmm. ever in my motherfucking life yeah I when don't you care. put your nose in the sky and mm-hmm. you're looking at somebody who's in a loving relationship and you're mad because they have fa- they have familial wealth. Are you jealous that you don't? 
Are you jealous that you have to stay with this man so that you can continue to pay your mother's mortgage? Mm -hmm. Is that the tea? And you want to point this out? Girl, shut the hell up. Just and then the fact that up. she tried to walk back what she said, I think in the season one or season two reunion about Robin and Giselle leaning into their European features. Right. And being like, I was ignorant. Baby, you are actually doing the reverse. Right. You are actually doing the reverse. You are like Ashley and Giselle. I don't think I don't think Robin falls under this, guys. I really don't. I just think Robin is a dingbat. Um Ashley and Giselle, really truly, I just do I know how they grew up? No. Like I was not in their home. But I know the type of light-skinned woman that was told, you are gorgeous, you are pretty, you don't. I have, one of my cousins is light-skinned, mm -hmm. okay? And actually, I have multiple cousins that are light-skinned, but the one that I'm thinking of. Do you know, growing up, how much of the family, like, Kiss acted like she was, she was better than me, she was going more places than me, she was going to get a man before me, just because, and my mama was shutting that shit down, she was not having a lot of that shit, but like just because she was lighter which is just so fucked up because it's bullshit you guys and as you can see giselle could not get a man if she paid one robin cannot get a man who's not going to treat her like a piece of shit so it's like these these tropes and these stereotypes are obviously bullshit mm -hmm. and i find that a lot of the times in these dynamics and these social circumstances people will react and will act out because they do not understand why they are not in a position of power. And this is something mm -hmm. that we're dealing with in our culture at large. Mm -hmm. um, something that I'm actually seeing in the Real Housewives of Cheshire overseas, which is the British housewives. You know, there's a new very black woman from Guyana who came on the scene and everybody loves her. They fucking love her. And there's one bitch she cannot motherfucking take it. She can't even take it when people mention this girl's name and she's not in the room. She mm. gets hot and bothered and, and acts a fool. And I'm like, it's because you are so accustomed to being in a certain position. You are so accustomed to the world operating in a certain way and not having to put forth a certain amount of effort the way that other people do. And mm -hmm. so when people see someone like Candace, and I might have been at fault for this. Now, granted, Candace does run her mouth a lot. But seeing someone like Candace not have to cry and him and ha over her man and not have to worry about a deadbeat, you know, and not have to worry about that. She has what we would call like 1% problems. Her very rich mother is having a hard time letting her go and letting her have her independence. She's having a hard time transitioning from the family home to her marital unit, you know? These Listen. are things that we're used to seeing girls named, mm -hmm. you know, Rebecca, mm -hmm. Becky's, and we applaud them. Amanda on Summer House. Mm -hmm. We think that's cute. Oh, she's got her this. And Kyle's got to speak to her dad about that. Isn't that so respectful? That's about money, you fucking fools. Yep. Her daddy's making sure he gets his motherfucking investment back. <laughs> Y'all better watch Queen Charlotte and realize some of this shit. Love comes later in a lot of these situations. <laughs> it, we'll talk offline about... Honey. So yeah, them no, that, whole, that, that whole thing is, is, is interesting. But like, you know, overall... I am excited. They've been, they have been filming. I heard, I heard word on the street that um, Robin and Miss Mia have. A, yes, their... but I heard they get over it quickly. So I'm like. Is it for TV or not? Nah? I feel like Robin's going to have a very different season this year because 
she kind of got her ass handed to her in the in between. Um, and oh, 100%. a lot of her um, ambivalence and a lot of her like fucking double standard boob Barbie moments have been, you know, brought to light. We just pray for the best for all these people, okay? I pray mm-hmm. for them. And the last person that I want to pray for, the last thing I want to bring up is the fact that you guys, I am, I, me, myself, and I, I am a psychic. I need you to understand this. I have a crystal ball in front of me. I know everything. I know all things. I can tell by a clip. I knew that Phil's ass was going to be going home off of Martha's Vineyard. I knew it. I said, oh, he's not in this press. He's not in this promo. His ass going home. I can put coin on it. And, and he sure deserved enough, to. He, he deserved to. He went home. I'm proud of the Black people for not putting up with the mess. I am to a certain extent, but I'm also a little bit annoyed. I wanted you to talk about this because we agree. Because... Bria, Bria pissed me off to no avail. Like, I, somebody needed to check her. For her to, first of all, you, you, I would have been telling Bria, you need to get your friend. Like, if I were Preston and, well, Mariah had a crush on that man, so she wasn't seeing. Mm-hmm. I fear she was blinded. But if I were like Preston, when we got to the club. I would have been like, Bria, baby, your boy causing problems. Yeah. You need to talk to him. Okay. Cause I don't know what room situation y'all had set up. You need I wouldn't to talk have to had him. Any time so for that. I would have been like, Phil, shut up. Exactly. Really annoying. Like, but then, cause Bria, Bria really did leave him out to dry from beginning to end. Like you did not, just like you are being inconsiderate about your dog, you're being inconsiderate about the housemate that the person that you invited into the house as well. Right. You need to see about him. You need to go get him. Okay. Because he's pissing everybody off. Right. And for her to have been asleep and then wake up and be like, well, if Phil's got to go, Mariah's got to go. Bitch, you weren't even down here when this happened. Yeah. You were not anywhere around here when this happened. But she so, was no, more upset about can, herself, I too. Would, exactly. I, my God, there is a yeah. specific type of selfishness that I cannot stand. Because I, I honestly, truly would have said, we can talk about you and Mariah in the morning. Right now, Phil is in people's faces physically right yeah. now. We just almost had a fight and it would have been and you're upstairs with milo cuddling. Phil, by the way you was about to get jumped she really and was you know, you was about to get the fuck jumped and jordan was about to get her licks baby in let me tell you something I, i'm the kind of i'm jordan as a friend so you cannot be a faint of heart when you're with me i'm gonna ask you what this is she came to him very po- politely very respectfully and then he started being motherfucking crazy. And I was like, oh, yes, get he in his being motherfucking gross. And I, ass. <laughs> I knew what time it was when she just like, and this is not, this is not, please nobody get this confused. I knew what time he was about to be on when she came out there, like with her bikini top, mm-hmm. because they were getting ready to go, you know, hang out in the jacuzzi. I knew, I just knew what was, what he was about to do when she came out there in her bikini top, because he's disgusting. Yes. Right. And so when she was talking to him, I've been there. I've been there as a bartender having like a crop top, a low cut shirt on, blah, blah, blah. And you're trying to talk to a man who's like not lights on, no one's home. And they're just, their insides are disgusting in the first place. Right. 
And it's like, hey, so you need to, you know, X, Y, Z, what's going on? And they're just like looking directly in their chest and they cannot even put together a sentence except for to disrespect you and to be like, you know, I thought you was cute, da, 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 da. Which is like, I what a fucking, I, what, is, what are you trying to say? I thought you was I, cute. Do you think I'm not cute because now you don't think so? No, no, no. I don't give a fuck if you thought I was cute or not. I know like, I'm cute. What? I know hey. I'm cute. I'm very fucking cute, beloved. You, that doesn't change the fact what, what you, how you've been acting. That doesn't change my opinion on you because you think I'm cute. You need to be so for fucking real. So for fucking real. Okay. One, two. Yeah. I understand how she got elevated because people were like, why did Jordan just get elevated like that out of nowhere i understand it's like a delayed reaction because you're i've just been in that situation so many times where i'm like i and i'm an aries right so like it literally physically bubbles up in and me they're drunk where and yes and they're drunk and i'm like i'm kind of trying i was trying i was coming in here to be the calm one i was coming in here to be the reason like not even reasonable but like the the peacemaker i was trying to talk to you and now you want to objectify me you want to tell me that, oh, you thought I was cute to somehow change my fucking mind? Who the fuck are you? You can buy a bottle in 1942. So can I, motherfucker. Thank so you. get the fuck away from me. Don't sit here and talk to me about being a gentleman. It's it's getting disrespected like that in your face. And I think just from what Jordan said, like she said something that was, I was like, yeah, mama, mama's been through situations to where she often has to be surrounded by men who want to objectify her because not only because of playboy jordan's a dj yeah. as well that's a very very male dominated mm -hmm. um industry djing is not easy okay she is like in she's not like one of these celebrity djs i've looked at her instagram like mama knows how she's got her soundboard like she is a dj she makes mixes okay mm -hmm. So I'm sure she's been told and like discounted for a lot of things because of how she looks. She's a gorgeous girl. Male DJs suck. Yeah. All of them. They're, I've dated enough. There's not, they're all terrible people. DJ Drapes I'm not coming up off that. I'm not coming up off that. Okay. Yeah. I, never. So I understood where she got elevated to the point to where like she just started going off all of a sudden because I've been there. I would have gone off on him way faster. And that's why, like, I realize I can't do this kind of stuff with anyone mm -hmm. because you came in the house. I don't know if you popped a pill and you was sweating, Phil, but it was disgusting. The display that you made was so fucking disgusting. And I'm sad that Mariah had to get sent home as collateral damage, but I'm glad that they were like, no, we're not doing this for 15 days. You got to go because he wouldn't let up. It was like... Bria told me it was my get over it. This is a mansion. Go stay in another room. You're a child. You're a fucking child. And you weren't here first. Like you think that they're just gonna leave that room empty for a motherfucker they don't fucking know? No. I don't have first come first shit as a little queen from the south. Like the I get very triggered by boys like that. So immediately yeah. I want to fight. And if Amir. If I would have been in the, the Preston situation, that whole situation would have been very different because I wouldn't have been breaking them up. I would have been like, Amir, you swing and I'm fucking jumping right the fuck in. I'm taking Amir. this block off the motherfucking uh, thing and I'm knocking this motherfucker upside his head because here's what I don't like. When people come in and they're like, oh, I'm going to pee on all of this and it's mine. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm going to exactly. stab you in your bladder and then you're going to pee on yourself. <laughs> Um, Understand that. <laughs> when he was like, I was picked on as a kid. 
So right now, no one else is going to pick on anybody else. And he was like, these are my people. Yes. <laughs> sitting up for the I was like, you go, boo. You go. But he lost me completely. And that's why I really felt like it was a, it was a snap decision. I really do feel like when they started talking about kicking Mariah out, Jasmine in that moment should have done one or two things. Said, A, what happened? Bria. I understand that you're upset and your feelings are valid. Since people love to say your feelings are valid. I think that's what that's applicable there. Your feelings are valid. That is a different situation than what just happened now. And I know you weren't down here, but Phil, what this display that Phil just gave, the defecating in the room, it's too much. That is an immediate situation that we need to handle immediately. Yeah. Because multiple people were, th were also, felt threatened. Been like, wait, 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 wait. I put, he should have stepped in way earlier. Like he waited till Mariah was fully kicked out to be like, oh, by the way, I put the dog clothes in there. No, well, I, I just really do think that the Mariah situation was not black and white. Yeah. Amir should have stepped up. I don't, I do not like the way Mariah got done in that situation. Because and also I I woke up thinking this. If I were Bria, I literally would have been like, wait, I understand when somebody comes at you. It's like, whoa, this is coming fast. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But if once I realized, I would have been like, wait a minute. I didn't, I would have been like, Mariah, I didn't put that in there. But I, I'm a stand 10 toes down on this. They should have had a house conversation about Milo after the first conversation with Jasmine mm -hmm. and Bria got elevated. But then after that, after that, before we went to the clerk, right? I would have said, the Coopers, whoever, I would have said, Y'all, we are going to have a conversation about Milo and boundaries. Yeah. And I don't care. Bria could have cussed and fussed and cried and whatever. Here's a tissue. Dry your fucking face. And we're going to have this conversation so we can stop having fights about this fucking dog. Yeah, no, for sure. Why and Bria also, didn't say, I didn't put that, I didn't mix his stuff up. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, also Bria was more concerned that nobody had an issue with like that, it it seemed like no one really had an issue with Mariah, mm -hmm. and I think that's really where that came from. I think if they would have been like, okay, Mariah, you don't have to go so like heavy on her, right? Like apologize to her, like whatever beforehand, she wouldn't have had that reaction about Phil. Because one thing that I liked about Bree in this episode was how she, they were like, Phil has to go, and she was like, I, hey Phil, you gotta leave, bro. <laughs> yeah, but here's my thing. I just think that like when. Mariah showed up to the club and Bria started crying. What did you think? You were going to be the only person to go out? Like, what? Well, yes. you're mad that you're mad that she's not yeah. mad anymore? Yeah, well, yes. It's not like she ran up to you and was hugging on you and like, hey, girl, like, da, da, da. Yeah. that would be a different thing. Like, you're you're mad that she's not mad anymore. And I get it. After I get into a fight with somebody, I got way more things. I always got something to say. I always yeah. got something to say. Okay. But like, it was just the whole thing. I just really felt like since the Coopers want to be the you know, the host, the, you know, end all to be all. I think that they should have put their foot down and they labeled themselves that. Okay. They labeled themselves. Can, that. can we just say that Jasmine is increasingly annoying because after the whole like blow up happens, she's like, I see you black man. I see you black man. And I see you. I love you black man. It's like, why can't you just be like, Hey, I'm so sorry that that happened. You guys like, I love you guys. I'm sorry. You're annoying. It's Jasmine is so what, annoying. The issue with it is it seems so forced. Yes, but also, no, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck who you are unless you are Louis Farrakhan. No one talks. No one fucking talks like that. Hello, my black brother. How are you today? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit. 
Oh my god, that I'm is not genuine. <laughs> We're full of shit. No, I definitely think that she's it putting that part on for the cameras. Crazy. Especially this group of people. Like mm -hmm. we're not talking about people my our parents' age. Does my dad, my dad and his friends talk like that? Yes, they actually do genuinely. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, older people. Yeah, but that was a political statement in the sixties and seventies to mm -hmm. be brothers and sisters because you were alienated. You didn't have this this global economy that we have these days, where like we have this wealth and this like abundance yeah. of friends in our friend. It just seems like I love like Taria was talking about you know the conversations that they have on. Um, Summer House Martha's Vineyard that are just, you know, unique to Black people. I love, I love that. But I'm very much like Jordan. Like, can we just have an unprompted discussion? Can we have a Nick moment that that's too. just genuinely Black? That's Nick? just a genuinely Black moment. Not you being like, oh, we're Black. Hey, guys, guess what? We're Black. Do you guys remember when that? I know we're having just normal people problems right now, but we are Black. <laughs> yeah, when Nick, or when Silas had that football, I was like, oh, he's just he's just holding it and then when he as soon as he said i knew he was gonna do that i'm gonna have i if you have this football you if you don't have the football you cannot talk them immediately was like i'm not i literally said to myself i'm not fucking partaking in that because i'm an adult and then nick said with all due respect <laughs> i'm not doing that <laughs> thank you for bringing nick's um, fucking lying ass up i'm Nick and Alex really chapped my ass in a whole different fucking way today or yesterday because, and especially Alex and mm. Jordan low key, um, like hinted, yeah, hinted at that on live. watch what happens live. Yeah. He's full of fucking shit. Okay. He's fake deep. You just sat here and told us that you used to be a fuck boy. You was doing all this stuff, da, da, but you didn't go into too much detail. You just went into it just enough to make us realize that you're you put all this so girl's changed, business out. So changed. But then you turn around. First of all, who said that Shanice was interested in you? Who said that Shanice was interested in you? I get it. I get like people being like, oh, I have a boundary. I don't like to be touched like that. But that's not what he was saying at all. He was saying, I don't know. She's all touchy feely me with out. me because. I think she want me and I know this information about her. First of all, you, he You're showed his misogynistic ass. He showed his misogynistic ass. Yeah. It all completely with that, uh, Shanice stuff and my airy sister Shanice. Uh-uh, I'm not playing it. First and for fucking foremost. I did like how all of the girls, all of the girls were yeah. like, no, 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 no. Her ex-boyfriend, a liar, a cheat, tripping. That makes me want to know, Alex, do you know? Because I know that your family's in the business. But my thing is, like, you should know that everything you read isn't true because the stuff that they say about your cousin and his wife, because Chrissy Teigen is, is a very uh, salacious character, polarizing character in the media. Yeah, and I love I love Chrissy Teigen. I really Same, do. but I'm just like, you um, should know. But like, yeah. like what are you talking that, about? Acting like a, he talking about an article was sent to me about her. Okay, you just got done telling us about your past and how you used to treat people. And also, this is in, how I an article. Let's let's talk about the article. Okay, it said insecure actor. That was to grab headlines because it was an extra. The way us as a collective were like, it's Dro. It was Dro. It was Dro. It was Dro. I just knew it wasn't my baby Nathan. Okay, I knew it wasn't <laughs> any of them because I know what they're doing in real life, and they would never. Mm -hmm. and my thing is like she was like he's up and coming he's a her 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 man isn't even on my level y'all of acting okay 
Yeah, they showed his the Twitter. You know, it found it took Twitter like five minutes to find this picture. It, I don't. He I've watched Insecure. On the show. He didn't. He didn't have no, lines or anything. He saw. Yeah, I've watched Insecure like three times, and it's all. It's one of my favorite shows. I don't remember him. I do not remember him. Which is at like all at all. Okay, I did like that. Mama those... was like, and it pissed me off because she was like, I I did call him like eighteen times in a row, baby. I have called my husband way more one time. My husband was on a business trip and I got a bad feeling. And this is a whole different story. I'm not gonna go into it online, <laughs> but I had a feeling, but he was really asleep because he ended up catching COVID on the trip and it like hit him mm. in the middle of a meeting. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I was seeing his coworkers on uh, out at the bars. Uh -huh. His one coworker, Jada, I was like, girl, where's my husband? And right. this company he used to work for is like notorious for having cheaters, people cheating on their spouses. And my girl, my girl Jada was like, mm -mm, I don't talk to the boys. They said he's back at the house. You want me to go over there? Right. And I was like, and do. Okay. And, do. and I had called him. I think I called him like 32 times. Which listen, I don't give no fuck. No fucks. You're my motherfucking okay? man. Oh, you can't take little 18, little 18 phone calls. Shut up. But also answer the motherfucking phone. And my man is well, old, no, y'all. So he does not do and, well with technology. She, and she said, well, she said, she said, he was texting me. She was like, it's not like he wasn't talking to me at all. She was like, he, and that's, that's Jada, something that drives one. me crazy. You are a real one, That's Jada. some shit that drives me crazy when they be like, bro, look, look at how many, look how many times she called me, bro. Meanwhile, you're sending messages on Instagram right. and then unsending them. And you're sending text messages and you're sending shit on Venmo that cannot be traced in a private message. And now you can send me a little 50 cents, a dollar. You just send me five hundred. That's my one of my friend, one of my girlfriend's ex man. She blocked him on everything. He sent her thirty dollars privately to be able to attach a message. And and you know what? When I tell you, we sat in that bed and was like, see if he'll send some more. <laughs> see if I'm gonna. I would be telling him I'm not. It's gonna be forty five dollars a message. Actually, <laughs> go ahead and send me five hundred dollars right now, and then I'll talk to you from. I'll give you an hour of my time over the next week. <laughs> and even well even when she tried to sit down and talk to him like an adult and was like hey like the whole personal space thing like i'm, I'm sorry i just like wasn't understanding because i didn't feel he didn't give her anything like yeah just so you know i'm just like not a touchy feely person he was just like uh-huh yeah because he didn't have the balls to be like well i get, heard this no, about get you over yourself why. who said Shanice was even fucking interested in you you They're okay looking in the mirror get over it they don't want you okay boys. looking Okay, don't start. Don't fucking start. That shit pisses me off. It's just annoying. That shit too. pisses me off. And his affirmations. This is how I know he's fake woke. The stuff he was saying in his affirmations about like, I'm gonna have all these business opportunities and I'm gonna be rich and da da da. I'm like, bitch, pray for abundance in your life and your mind, body, and soul. Go out there and do a, a, a fucking round of yoga without taking a picture of your fucking midsection. Like, it's dumb as fuck. And you know what? What I'm learning is that all these motherfucking... I don't know what it is about straight men. Y'all got to step it the fuck up. The bar is in hell. I don't... I, I don't fuck... Nick has all a of girlfriend. The men in the house, all of the men in the house except for Preston pissed me the fuck off. Because Nick, you are in everybody... Any and everybody's DMs. Every... I thought he was going to be like, oh, I'm polyamorous or like, I'm actually like pansexual and that's why I've been like... Because I like, you know, I have like... Then, Oh, because you have a girlfriend? What in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air bullshit is this? What is this, honey? Like, you, your whole storyline is how you have been in everyone's DMs. Yeah. 
three, I would drive the women. my ass to the Hampton. I would be ready to get on that ferry. I know how long it takes to get to Martha's Vineyard, okay? I would drive. I would drove all night. I would drive all night to whip his motherfucking ass. Is there no, like, bridge? Oh, you can get on the ferry. You can bring your car on the ferry. This is one thing they didn't say on the show, which I was like, okay, y'all can be bougie and say that you can't drive there. You, you can absolutely drive to Martha's Vineyard, you guys. My car has been there multiple times. I have a little sticker <laughs> on the back. You have to book the ferry, though, for Martha's Vineyard, like, a year in advance. Yeah. It's insane. So they only have a certain amount of... And this is for the car. Now, you can buy a ferry just as a, per a person and hop on the ferry in Boston... You can hop on the ferry. There's another ferry, I want to say, to Martha's Vineyard in, like, um, there's not a lot. I mean, it is hard to get to. Because it's in Massachusetts, right? It's an island in Massachusetts. It's like, they, they have a ferry from Cape Cod somewhere as well. Mm -hmm. But um, I've only taken, I've only flown in and taken the ferry. So I don't know about the, like, helicopter life. I've taken an actual plane that was small. But, like, it was an actual plane, you guys. They're okay. freaking out. Um. So it's not only like private jets and helicopters, like you mm -hmm. can book your, so if you are planning on going to the vineyard and you want to drive, give yourself like five months to Damn. get your ferry tickets um, because they're, they don't raise the price ever. Mm. So it's oh, literally okay, like first nice. come first serve. Yeah. And I think I want to say it's like a hundred dollars each way. So it's not like it's not a ton of money and it's really pretty. You can see the Obama's house. Where the, How this come house, I can't look up a flight to Martha's Vineyard? You can't look one up? How do you, where do you fly into? Just put MV, I think. It's Ed, it's either Eggertown or, um, yeah, it's probably Eggertown. Edgar, E-D-G-A-R-T-O-N, yeah. Southwest, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's only American, um, the Cape Cod. Most people, what they would do, they fly to Boston. You can mm -hmm. like fly to Boston or something, and then you get a, um, a connecting flight. Okay. Um. The city people just usually get a flight straight from this. They 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 do summer flights from JFK and from like two or three flights a week, mm -hmm. um, which then for did you so you have to go for a week minimum usually because okay yeah Martha's Vineyard I got it on American so yeah I think it's American which was nice for me because my mom used to work for American that's how I kind of got into it because mm -hmm. I was traveling, 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 and people were like, oh, we're going to go to Martha's Vineyard this summer. And I was like, I've never been there. And I didn't realize that it was this black place until I got there. Mm. And they have like plaques on the ground of like, once you leave this, leave this soil, you are um, free. From mm -hmm. black, even when it was just like a place that people would hide before they went to Canada. It's a really cool place. Mm. I told I was like, oh, they're going to go to the Inkwell Beach. Why are they? I was like, why are they going to the Inkwell Beach when their house is on a private because they live in one of the houses, like if you take the ferry in, mm -hmm. there's like a row of just like gargantuan estates. Like mm -hmm. Barack Obama has a house there, like all these famous people. And the ferry people would be like, oh, yes, look, they are in one of those houses. So I'm one, I was like, oh, they want to talk about the history of the beach. Their right house now. is fucking nice. Nicest <laughs> house I've seen in one of these share situations. Hell, I could. Girl, let me book the flight. Let me know because I will be there, honey. Well, I was saying I could get to this. Even if I left today, it's only like four hundred dollars. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. The last time I went, it was like also leaving from New York City is a little bit. I think they upcharge the charge, 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 probably. Charge. But you know, that's what we listen. We've gotten into a lot of stuff today. We have we covered have. it all. Um, just to keep your palates wet, you guys. I had a really tough week last week, and I came out of the trenches. Um, I hope you guys are feeling better if you resonated with that. Um, 
Zell, where can the people find you, my darling? You already know you can find me over on Instagram at Who Asked Me Podcast, um, over on the TikTok at Who Asked Zell. Zell is S E L L E. And of course, listen to my podcast, Who Asked Me Podcast on Apple, Spotify, all the good stuff. And you guys know you can find me at um, What Is This Honey Podcast. You can see the memes over at Bravo Barbies. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you so much. I don't know why I just lost my mind, but I did. <laughs> see you next time.